Albuquerque's macro-aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVA, 93.7 FM, the web, the app, rockoftalk.com. All right, everybody, 550-5500 is the number to call this afternoon. we got D-Down Muska. He is so excited. Just like the Pointer <laughs> Sisters, he can't hide it. Uh, how many Pointer Sisters are alive? And then we got uh, we lost uh, Marianne today, 82. You know, and uh, Ginger's still around. Everybody was saying that Marianne was the hotter one. I got to tell you, I'd go for Ginger every single time. Absolutely, uh, me too. Absolutely. Like, what is the deal? What? No, I mean, listen, Marianne's a cute girl next door, but compared to Va Va Voom, Hollywood starlet in the strapless <laughs> evening gown, give me a break. Can no you contest. believe that? Even when and it's really funny, like the the all. And, like at the end of like the woman's eighty two. Yeah. Who even yeah. knows what the hell she looks like anymore? And all they can talk about is which one was hotter. Yeah. And she's eighty two. Yeah, we are well, men, God, men are pigs, aren't we? Mother, a grandmother, <laughs> yep. like motivational speaker, from what I read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder there's a war against the patriarchy. Right. Like she's eighty two. We really are pigs. Oh, my, that's a, like, literally right to the very end. Like she's in the ground and done with. And you can't even give in the common respect uh, that she had an out, a, a life outside of. Uh, uh, what, what was that? What, what? Gilligan. Well, uh, it was Gilligan, but uh, what was that? Mr. Howell? Mr. Howell. Thurston Howell III, yes. Thurston Howell. Now, I did a little Has research. Has ever been called Thurston uh, well, since that time? There's a lot of Thurston Howells in Connecticut, believe me. They, they, still, they still exist. I did a little research because the media is going crazy about Don Wells dying from COVID. <laughs> I looked up in the Social Security tables. The year she was born, expected life, ex- life expectancy for a white female 74. was... 66. Oh, wow. She died at 82. She's a winner, folks. It's not a tragedy when you beat the system by what? Was 14, 16 years she yeah, beat it? Okay? So it doesn't mean you're next and the is going to kill us all. <laughs> I know that's what the media wants you to believe. She was a winner in the life expectancy lottery and good for her. She probably took care of herself, <laughs> took care of her health, but death comes for us all eventually. It comes folks. for people even if they're on an island, just as the people <laughs> try to go to Hawaii. Uh, this is an exciting episode, folks. So we'll be here tomorrow and Friday. Make no mistake about it. Uh, look, at you guys are like, yeah, do a survey. Marianne will win. She was sexy all the way. Like, this is literally... You know, you can only get away with this on the very last two days of yeah. the year. And she didn't make it into the next decade. I thought, you know, she'd go for another decade. That would be, uh, what, four decades past past her, five decades past her prime, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, Gilligan's yeah. Island, was that a 1960, yeah, yeah. Uh, 60s uh, show? Uh, yeah, yeah, premiered 64. Seven. 64, okay, yeah. so uh, the advent of color TV. Right, originally black and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah so there you go. So that's uh, that was the move in, I guess. Ginger was uh, truly ginger color. So uh, there you go. I, I got to say, 100 times out of 100, there's no doubt that I would uh, no go for the... Yeah, the zero. listeners are free to disagree as they see fit. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to get into this. Oh, <laughs> to we each his own. Yeah, we, we're not going to do a Howard Stern show. We've got a, uh, <laughs> oh, no, we got a very important... Rudy will walk um, out this door and we get into that. Public policy. Uh, uh, by the way, if you have been joining our Rock of Talk dot chat site. We appreciate uh, every single one of you. We're putting in a lockdown tomorrow, and you're out. You're out, skis, right? I'm going to add about a, a bunch of other people who are going to be jumping in uh, the show tomorrow. And let me just say that. You guys really um, have to understand that we work our asses off every single day 
get you this information. And I love it, and you should see the feedback that they get. And if you have not joined for 15 cents a day, it's 10 times better than your paper, and you won't have to deal with, what's the lady on the front cover that uh, bleeding? Jolene Kruger Gutierrez. Yeah, the town crier. Uh, you won't have to deal with the town crier every day. Uh, boy, she is. she really paints it black, huh? Oh, the people who got us through, they're the kindest ones here in this. And I'm fine with that. You know, I didn't actually read the article because I can't start. It literally changes my frame of reference to the point where I can't get through the rest of the day. Yeah. I feel like, you know, going back to drinking as soon as I'm done, to, uh, you know. Dr- what did the leftists used to say? One nuclear bomb can ruin your whole day. One Jolene uh, Gutierrez-Kruger <laughs> column can ruin your whole day. It, it, will, ruin, it will ruin your, yeah, your, your, your outlook uh, going forward. Look, I'm getting a phone call from Honolulu, Hawaii. Can I at least forward the phones? You guys can call back in. Uh, yeah, look, I'm already deep into it. You guys, yeah, I can't, I can't stop, the, stop the slippery slope of Ginger versus uh, Marianne. How about the best person who could actually sing Gilligan's Island today? I don't know what you'll get, but I'll give you something. All right, let's do the year in public policy. Because um, we'll start from 10. We'll go all the way down to down to 1 today. Um, and you, of course, know what the top story is of the year. And that, of course, has to do with uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham's COVID-19. Let me ask you a question, Dowd. How did you get it to pause on such a stupefying photo like the one you got from Michelle Lujan Grisham? It might be her worst photo. Hey, I found it online. I, I wish I could claim, really? claim, it, claim it my own, but, you know. Oh, my you God. Know. You have that thing just completely in toilet. It was, let's say, another news uh, outlet that I don't want to mention. Oh, okay. well, <laughs> don't, don't, don't mention that one. All right. Here we go. Let's kick it off. Uh, I almost feel like there's drum rolls and everything else involved. And your calls... Your thoughts, if there's a, you know, honorable mentions, as oftentimes uh, Definitely, yeah. Yeah, top tens have. Something literally. I missed, let me know. But the year in New Mexico public policy, starting at number 10, is that a picture of your pop pooch? Uh, yes, that is the, the special one, as we call her. Uh, that is uh, Blanquita, Aleda Penelope, Melisandra Muscarasi, first of her name, canine oh, queen of Corrales, rightful ruler of the Bosque, swimmer of the Great Southwest River, the Whitefish. Seriously, um, is there an acronym for that? That's her name. Yeah, that is her, her name. name. Yes. Uh, we don't try to cut it up. Uh, she is regal. It's about nine weeks old uh, in 2016. So anyway, I, you know, listen, it, the issue is pet food. So there's a picture of my dog with the pet pole in front of her with some food. And food. I mean, I, it wasn't too much of a stretch. I've been trying to get in there and get her in the, on the website forever, but there she is. That's our Is she one dog. of those dogs that's not a pet? That she's, there's actually well, I had to move away and give her up. Uh, I was away for a year and a half, and I gave her to a counselor, deep, deeply moonbat hippie counselor in Corrales, who is actually, uh, all her faults notwithstanding, mm-hmm. is one of the best dog care people I've ever met. She yeah. has golden retrievers. She uses golden retrievers in her work. Uh, if you, Folks, if you're looking for a dog therapist, reach out to me. Uh, I, can, I can get you in touch. And so she ended up living just a couple streets over. I ended up, I had my midlife crisis. I went back for a year and a half to the East, realized that was the worst mistake I ever made, came back to New Mexico at the start of 2018. So I have partial custody visitation rights i'm with her every morning but she's wow. not legally my dog um but anyway uh but you don't even have to get married to screw up your life look at you no, now right right uh, you're talking about custody time sharing and all that well, now, without even know, having ever i have no legal claim so much, for your, make, good so much for your make towel this woman's very good to let me come see my my puppy dog uh, I paid for her, ladies and gentlemen, and she was not cheap. Um, so anyway, uh, I come, I go see her. She has a much, much older sister who's 15, and so I help take out, take care of Miss Kohani, too. So anyway, folks, the point is, whether you have a dog or a kitty cat, whether you have a puppy or a, or a full-grown animal, you've got a new tax on oh, feeding your animal. Oh, yes, you do. You, they, they couldn't stay away yes, from that. Yes, they couldn't. You know, well, well, what does this tax look like? And uh, i gotta, I got to ask you, 
uh, were there some Republicans jumping on board with this? Uh, you got yes. to know there there's some are. Republicans. <laughs> there usually are. Uh, you yes. know, Republicans uh, who, who see a tax that uh, they just don't want to not participate in. Uh, well, and any bad policy that passes, and, and Eddie asks me about uh, a Republican siding on, we know our first choice, first among equals, is always Kelly Fajardo. I mean, if there's a bad law passed in Santa Fe and a rep- with Republicans read, and Republicans Kelly's you, first on the list, baby. Do you think she could read? Do you think she actually knows she's a Republican? Supported the minimum wage tax, uh, minimum wage hike. I mean, just across yeah. the board, this woman is needs to be primaried. Uh, hey, Greg Schmidt's primaried a senator who was, uh, you know, moderate left wing Republican. He did it. So. so Kelly Fajardo has a hell of a lot more in common with Jim Jim White than she does Greg Schmidt's. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. All right. Um, all right. So it's the new tax. Now it's a weird kind of tax. You say, well, it's some kind of fee on pet food. Every uh, vendor who sells, you know, every producer of pet food, so it could be like, you know, pedigree and science diet and with a blue buffalo and all those. Yucanuba. I just so like saying Yucanuba. Yucanuba's Yucanuba. a good one. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, anyway, if you want to sell, uh, you need to buy this commercial, you have to pay this commercial fee if you want to sell your, your food. This is a brand new fee assessed on the manufacturers of dog food. And it's not for every item of dog food sold. It's for every type of label they sell. So, you know, when I was growing up and Grandpa had all the dogs... He just kind of went down to the local Agway store and loaded up 55-gallon drums of all the dog food, the dried dog food. We have kibble. We have organic. We have canned. We have raw. We have freeze-dried. We have hydrated, uh, dehydrated. Uh, we have puppy chow. We have every, so every type of dog food uh, a company wants to sell in the state of New Mexico, now there's a fresh fee assessed to every type of dog food. So it starts off at $50 per uh, type, and it goes up to 75 and it's a $100 fee as of January uh, 2023. So, again, it's not going to destroy so New Mexico. slow that down. You just threw out a bunch of heavy numbers that yep. I'd, I'd like to keep, but 50, uh, 25 50 $100 yeah, for, for what? Each, for each type of food you, you choose to sell in you choose to sell in the state. So it's not every package. It's every type of food. Because, again, there's so many different types now. Back in the old days, it didn't exist that way. We have everything now. And, you know, we have the keto dog diet, and we have the gluten-free dog diet, you know. So they have to pay a fee, an additional fee. And what really honks me off about this, uh, it's, it's, you don't want to raise taxes uh, ever. Uh, we want to be cutting taxes and lightening the burden on New Mexicans. But this is to pay for a welfare program, okay? Quote, develop a voluntary statewide dog and cat spay and neuter program uh, in conjunction with animal shelters and euthanasia agencies. Who qualifies for subsidization? Mm. Recipients that, quote, have a household income that does not exceed 200% of the current federal poverty level Guidelines. So if that would be everybody under twenty-eight thousand. <laughs> well, yeah. So I mean, if you you're middle class, a poverty line is uh, thirteen five. Around 14. there. Yeah, yeah. It depends on how many people in your house. But um, so why are we subsidizing people? And listen, at a time in my life when I was starting off and didn't have a lot of money and probably had no money coming out of college, maybe if you don't have money, you don't get. Maybe you shouldn't have a pet if you can't pay for all of the pets' expenses. Maybe you do that later in life when your economic situation improves, or maybe if you have other expenses that are, should take precedence over, an, uh, over a pet, the, the taxpayers should not be subsidizing the spay and neuter program because you can't afford it for your pets. This is, this is, this is basic morality here, okay? You okay, don't get to have I, everything I cannot, you want. I cannot help but think about the lack of a food tax here in the state of New Mexico, but we're taxing <laughs> pet food. Yes, yes. So we don't tax human food in the state of New Mexico. Yes. Right, Rudy? Yes. But we tax pet food. Can you help me rationalize how we got to this point where we should tax food for pets? You know, if they were going to put out more of those uh, poop bag poles, that would be <laughs> fine. You know, because like when I walk my dog, I there are places where you can get, you know, free bags. 
Well, gosh, it well, was something that was free. For real. Nothing's free. Somebody paid for it somewhere down the line. Right, and that's what I'm just saying. Imagine, so, it, it just might be free to the public, uh, but ostensibly it's the public's, uh, uh, ultimately they're the ones it. who paid for right. it. Yeah. But I can't understand how Candace Gould, thank God she's gone, uh, Kelly Fajardo, Jason Harper, I thought he was a, disappointment, uh, yeah. Yeah, a, a big uh, tax um, hawk, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, anti-tax yeah, hawk. Guy, yeah. And Gay Kiernan all voted to increase the tax for pet food. What yeah. would the rationale be? Well, the rationale is, of course, we don't want to, uh, you know, what's that, Sarah, what's her name, commercial with all the, you know, abused and abandoned animals. I mean, in the arms <laughs> of the angels. <laughs> Sarah. Far away from here. Right. Sarah McLaughlin. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So, I mean, listen, it's a good cause. I, I did some computation on year one of this fee being assessed. You can never say tax are, is a good cause. Uh, the cause of reducing the, the pet overpopulation is a good cause. The cause of raising taxes is not a good cause. I figured out that if you, got, if you were a nonprofit organization and you got a quarter, if every New Mexican donated a quarter, you would raise as much money as this tax would raise, okay? If you went out to the public and said, we're going to launch a new, a new private program to do this, money would pour in. You could come on Kiva and say, hey, we'd like you to just cut a check, fifty, give us 50 or 100 bucks to, to help reduce the pet population. That money would pour in. But that's not how we do it in New Mexico. We do coercion. We do taxes. We do mandatory. And how do they get to this idea about introducing a tax of all things on pet food? Is yep. it like, you know, who introduces this? This had to be a lobbyist. Had to be somebody that yes. came from a uh, a policy that came from another state, yep. and somebody was looking for some legislation to you know ultimately introduce. And they're like, well, look at what they're doing out in uh, in blue country in the middle of nowhere, and this would be really smart. Why don't we do this? Uh, you are one hundred percent right, Mr. Where does it come this from? was pushed by an organization called Animal Protection of New uh, Mexico, and they have uh, a regular presence uh, up at the uh, at the roundhouse up there. So again. What it bothers me that taxes are going up in a state that doesn't need this, but it bothers me more that you're building this welfare program and you're in a sense you're creating this expectation by people of more modest means. There's nothing wrong with having modest means. I've had modest means in my life. Probably everybody hearing my voice has had modest means at various times in their life. There's no shame in that. But Obama phone, free college, free spay, free pet spay and neutering, on and on and on, folks. Is this? The society you want to live in, where everything's free and we have a $30 trillion national debt, there's a linkage between those two things. I well, think apparently here in the state of New Mexico, we <laughs> like our taxes and uh, so we sad. want to tax Fido or Fluffy or yep. whatever. Yep, yep. Uh, if you want to call in and talk about that, uh, you can certainly, you certainly can do. We'll hit number nine. That is next uh, right here in the Kiva. We'll talk about Space Force. I must just like, you know, Sander. <laughs> the guy from, who's the guy that talks like that on uh, South Park? Space Park. Oh. He can't talk over himself. He's got braces. He's, I think he's sitting in the wheelchair, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, Grandpa, yeah. Is that Grandpa? who it is? No, he no, no. It's a... Grandson Billy, even though his name is Stan. <laughs> Billy! <laughs> we'll talk about uh, U.S. Space Command and uh, how we tried to get involved in it. And Mayor Keller, as much as he wants to go ahead and be transparent, was anything but transparent when we served him with an IPRA. Back and forth, AM 1600, KIVA 93.7 FM. Web the app, talk.com Creating enemies every day right here in the Kiva. It's what we do. We hold people accountable. Keep them honest. Come back with us in four minutes. 
Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. This is why people from all over go to JJ's Premier Tire and Services. This is Josefo from Santa Fe. I just blew a tire in my trailer. I was on my way to Albuquerque and I stopped at JJ's. So glad I did. The manager came over right away, quoted me an amazing price, and they had it in stock. No waiting. Within minutes, I had a new tire. Ready to go. I have a fleet of trucks and I've never received this kind of service from anybody. I'll be back. JJ's is your complete automotive repair center. From oil changes, brakes, alignment, air conditioning, to repairs on your engine to keep you safe on the road, JJ can do it. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. And we can service any car, light truck, or SUV. When we service your vehicle, we'll do it right. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Services on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. That's 821-5771. Hi, I'm Dr. Casals at the Vision Store. So many of you are worried about changes in your vision. At the Vision Store, we are available for routine, urgent, and emergent eye care, red eyes, broken glasses, and contact lenses. We carry a wide array of frame styles in our showroom to choose from, including sunglasses and anti-reflective lenses. Come see us. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 6, and Wednesday from 8 to 1. Come see what you haven't seen in a while at the Vision Store in Bernalillo. Call for an appointment today at 771-EYES. That's 771-3937. Alarms are ignored, kill switches are easily detected and reconnected, RFIDs are hacked using a basic code grabber, and GPS tracking systems, well, they're good at locating your vehicle after it's been taken. Give us a call, 505-550-4994. Hey, Budokin, Car Spa here. Someone once said, just all right is not all right, and just okay is not okay. For our hard-earned resources, we value service excellence with a higher expectation than just all right. A burned steak when you ask for medium rare is not all right. Stale chips and salsa, not okay. An oil leak after receiving lube services is far from all right. And your automobile after receiving cleaning services, you find sheets of water, smeared windows, dirty floor carpets, two of four tires shining, and the attendant saying, hurry, the next car is coming. Sorry to say, you just received services from the not all right, not okay car wash. Here's the good news. Car Spa's four locations are out cleaning the not-okay car washes by a Google rating of four stars or better. For the best car cleaning service money can buy, it's Rain Tunnel Car Spa. Google us for exact locations. Car Spa, locally owned for 47 years. 
right, it is time we put things together. We're going to start with the weather. Looks like a really nice rest of the week. A great way to start in, uh, 2021. Right now, I can tell you it's 44 degrees in the West Mesa, 43 in Harris, and 42 at the Rock of Talk. All right, what do we got going on I-25? It is still that day. Just a lot of cars piled up, stopping from Osuna all the way to Montgomery. Two separate incidents there. One started out as an accident. The other two, not sure, but we have two big yellows on scene, all the flashing lights, and that's why it's so slow. Also, if you're on Coors Boulevard, making your way southbound from La Uria over to Montano, get ready. You're losing some speed there as well. All right. This traffic report brought to you by Salon Deluxe in Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho. They have they are market partners for Monate hair and skin products, but also now health products as well. And on the west side at Salon Deluxe, you can get Kangen water. You hear us talk about that all the time. The healthy hair, the healthy skin makes a healthy you, and you can stay healthy with healthy water. Kangen water at Salon Deluxe. If you'd like more information, go to salondeluxe.com. All right, we're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, 426, 427 here on this uh, beautiful Wednesday afternoon. Last couple of days of the worst year of your life and the second best decade of your life. On AM 600 KIVA 93.7 FM, I don't know. You're like, what? What does he mean by that, the second best decade? How does he know? Yeah, you're right. The 2000s were better. The aughts were better than the 10s. Is that what you call it, the aughts? Yeah. Right? Yeah, the aughts. I, I never, you're prospector. You know, you're language. the one that confuse people, you know, some trivia game. You're like, well, you know, you're all getting smashed one night playing a trivia game. And then, now, what are the aughts? Who are they? You know, is that the uh, O-T-T-E-S, uh, the aughts? I used to have a friend named Adi. I don't know what happened to him. All right, uh, <laughs> but to digress, 550-5500 Gilligan's Island will never be the same. Hasn't been the same uh, in over uh, 50 years, but it didn't... Uh, it didn't exactly reduce it and boiling down the debate to uh, who was hotter. <laughs> that, that was two and a half hours later. <laughs> Mrs. Howell. Oh! <laughs> Mrs. Howell. Wow, you got a thing for the older ladies. Bobby, there, yeah. Bobby. Well, we, uh, Fido's getting a tax and uh, the food is getting more expensive. When you're eating Fido out of house and home uh, as well, let's get to the Space Force. And the Space Force uh, being something that New Mexico has been talking about. We love these pie-in-the-sky, grandiose, you know. Um, you know, really it is. It's castles in the sky of what uh, New Mexico really uh, loves. And, uh, Dowd, you went out on, on a limb. You love this. A merger between policy, technology, and uh, pork, uh, to put it bluntly, mm. um, and uh, U.S. Space Command. And somehow Mayor Tim Keller thought a lot enough of President Trump to start chasing after the U.S. Space Command. Tell us what happened. Yeah, and of course uh, your taxpayers are, are supporting this effort. Basically what the Pentagon did, with what Donald Trump did, uh, he reorganized the military's uh, space structure, basically. He, he initiated uh, something called the Space Force, which is sort of analogous to what the Marine Corps, Marine Corps is to the Navy. The Space Force is to the Air Force. But Space Command is actually a separate thing. It's what's called, and I'm sure a lot of folks listening to me understand this because we have a lot of vets in the audience, um, a unified combatant command. It's basically where the services come together in a cer certain sphere. It could be a geographical sphere like Europe or the Pacific or space, or it could be a, what they call a functional uh, unified combatant command where they talk about transportation, something like, you know, we're coordinating our, our transportation. So it's called Space Command, and it was reactivated by Donald Trump in 2019. It used to be housed uh, up in, uh, I think it was Peterson Air Force Base up in Colorado, but the Pentagon decided we're going to launch a whole competition now that we've reconstituted this command, and we're going to open it up to anywhere in the country. And 
I did some digging through the summer to find out about uh, you know every little local city and state and went crazy economic development agency and prepared all these wonderful plans and all these promises about how we're going to give you this free land and we're going to give you all this to come here and all that to come here. And so I thought, well, how, let's look at some of these plans. What are they... My mission in life is to expose corporate welfare. And so I was looking at how much the taxpayers are paying for this competition to land the Space Command with 1,500 jobs and all the prestige of being a you know, high-tech military center. Um, There's no value on it. I think we should, that should be stated. There is no value of the Space Command. Well, for the nation, it's, 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 it's a zero-sum game. It's going to go somewhere. So right. all, these, all these organizations usually using taxpayer dollars, putting up together all these plans and pitches, um, you know, it's costing you money, but only one locale is going to win. They still haven't announced a win, well, winner yet. So I asked Albuquerque, I said, I'd like to see your, your application documents to be to, to house the headquarters of U.S. Space Command. And they uh, refused. Uh, they were cited a number of statutes where they didn't have to comply. Uh, and they are actual statutes. I looked them up. And I can appeal it if I want to. Uh, they said that the Uniform Trade Secrets Act, uh, the New Mexico legislate, Legislature, and the Inspection of Public Records Acts uh, both contain exemptions for what they were trying to do. And what's really interesting is I, one county in New York, uh, upstate New York, actually sent me their documents. I later found out that I might be in violation of federal law because the U.S. Air Force has determined that these op- these documents are, I think they're controlled, unclassified information. And I guess they weren't legally allowed to give them to they me. They could tell you, but they'd have to kill you. And, well, they did send me, and it was a huge application, and it's like 80, 90, 100 pages in, in PDF form. So I'm probably breaking federal law right now, but Albuquerque made sure I wasn't breaking federal law because they didn't give me jack squat. Um, Albuquerque was named, Miracle of Miracles, Albuquerque was named one of six locales. Uh, I think Alabama was on the list, Texas, California, uh, New Mexico on the list of the six finalists to land this you know, fairly large complex. It's going to be about 1,500 people and you know there will be job opportunities and all, but I think New Mexico, I think what was happening, and you know, bureaucrats play politics too. New Mexico has somebody named Martin Heinrich who's heavily involved in the directed energy weapon stuff, you know, white sands down here. What little space uh, business we actually get tends to be government space business. God knows we don't get commercial space business at that zero of a spaceport we have, and we'll, we'll get to that later, ladies and gentlemen. So I think this was kind of a kiss, away, kiss, in the, kiss of the cheek of Martin Heinrich to say, well, we'll just include your state in this, even though there's no way they can compete with places like California or Colorado. I still say New Mexico is not going to be the home even though we were picked, we're on the short list of the six sites, uh, I think we're not going to be picked for this. But the bottom line... Folks, and why do you say that? The standards that the Air Force laid out, we don't meet. <laughs> the big one is they use an AARP, American Association of... Uh, well, I don't even, don't even get me started on AARP. Uh, so-called retired people, and I think you can, you can be 50 years old and belong to the AARP. The most evil organization in the world, bankrupting our, our, our national government, the AARP. Anyway... They had to, all the locales that were going to compete for this had to have a certain score on the AARP livability index. Albuquerque does not meet that index. So in a sense, the federal, in a sense, the Air Force has denied its own criteria by including Albuquerque. Um, things like crime, quality of schools. You know, we know New Mexico is not going to land high on that list anywhere. Whereas a place like Colorado, you know, Colorado Springs is going to do much, much better. So I think it's probably going to end up going to Colorado where originally it was. Anyway, the bottom line, ladies and gentlemen, is when the corporate welfare game is played by so-called economic development bureaucrats in your city, in your state, uh, a lot of these are nonprofit organizations found, uh, funded with your money. They don't really think the rules apply to them. And Tim Keller, you know, the most uh, transparent administration in, in the Duke City history, 
they didn't give me these documents, and they could have redacted parts of it. They could have just said, "Well, we're gonna, you know, this is this shouldn't be public, but we'll give you eighty-five percent of what you want." They wouldn't give me anything. Some transparency. So, how do they tout this if they're not sharing the information? And how do news organizations report <laughs> upon this and talk about its uh, inevitable coming? Because we're, of course, going to win out if there isn't any transparency and they aren't forthcoming on the criteria that has to be met. Why is it just uh, it just a PR win with no questions in sight? Uh, well, as far as I can tell, at least uh, locally, and I've experienced this in other places too, journalists, so-called journalists here, uh, they repeat like lines. Kevin Robinson Avila. <laughs> they repeat lines from press releases. And they, they, uh, you know, they, they take quotes at press conferences, and they never really go beyond that. Yeah. So, in <laughs> other words, it. whatever money they did spend on it, we probably won't even get that back. Yeah. Because they'll say they just filled out an application, and no doubt, you know, they were probably retrofitting some sort of old-age dinosaur to say, hey, this will work for the U.S. Space Command. Yeah. Or yeah. find some desert piece about 170 miles south of Albuquerque in the middle of the desert to spend $250 million on it, as the case of uh, Richard Branson. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. The Albuquerque Journal cited the spaceport as one of the reasons they think the Pentagon is interested in putting Space Command in Albuquerque. Wait, wait, let, let's, <laughs> let's give the Albuquerque Journal credit, Dowd. We know that it well, wasn't the Albuquerque Journal. We know that the, the editor's like, yeah, like Kevin's a pretty nice guy. Oh, yeah. We know Kevin Robinson Avila is probably the one who cited this. Probably, yeah. And nobody even checked his work. He's like, yeah, whatever you want to say. Tell the people whatever. It's all bread and circuses. Well, uh, and I'm glad there. you brought up the issue of the, the PR value of this because that's yeah. what economic development bureaucracies generate. They generate press conferences and press releases and good coverage. They generate very little actual economic development. There you go. All right, 435. When we return, we'll continue with the top ten. We'll go to number eight, and we'll see what it's going to be, and it looks like it's the eco-alarmist talking about Holtec. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 11.30 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we 
also have over 100 lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home? Software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171. Or you can email him directly, Michael at MichaelTrujillo.com. That's Michael at MichaelTrujillo.com. Dad, I think we're in deep doo-doo. Is that why everyone keeps buying all the toilet paper? Actually, New Mexico culture is rich. Plus, Monroe's has red chili, green chili, and the best customers in the world to go with it. Boy, Dad, you must really love our customers. I sure do, just like I love you, Stella. Hey, what about me? Of course you too, Ava. It's Emerson from Entourage Jazz. There's no live Christmas show this year, but we hope you'll pick up our award-winning holiday recording. Entourage Jazz wishes you a cool Yule. Check it out at livemusic.theplaceilike.com, and we wish you a peaceful holiday season. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness. Do you own a business that's expanding? Are you outgrowing your space? Do you need a second, third, or even fifth location? Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. I need something sweet. Chocolate, vanilla, fudge with fruit, nuts, cream jelly, mouth-watering, tingling, sensational, and I need it right now. But not just from anywhere. It must be the Candy Lady in Old Town, and they'll even deliver. Check out the Candy Lady at CandyLady.com. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. All right, time to put things together. We'll start with the weather looking like a good end of 2020 and a good beginning of 2021. Looks like mid-40s all week. I can tell you right now. 44 degrees in Corrales is 43 at the newly renovated Highland High School gym, and it is 42 here at the Rock of Talk. They cleared the accident, I-40 southbound, I'm sorry, I-25 southbound, right there in Montgomery. And you know how that works, you know, all of a sudden it, everything opens up and everyone's looking for another lane. Two more accidents have happened between Montgomery and Comanche. That is just keeping that ride real tight all the way back to Osuna. Also, you're going to find very slow traffic on uh, Coors Boulevard southbound. Lauria to Montano, but the River Bridge crossings all look good. I-40, uh, Montano, uh, Alameda, and Paseo. All right, well, this traffic report is brought to you by Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. Companion care at reasonable rates, household services, mobile assistance, meal preparation, cognitive assistance. They're really helpful to people that need them. Amazing people ready to help. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services, accepting insurance and pay clients. Connect with them online by going to home care. That's the place I like.com. 
Well, that we're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, 441 here in the Kiva. Continuing with our top ten, the year in New Mexico public policy. And uh, part two coming uh, during most of hour two. And then the final two in hour three. We uh, have touched upon the first two. A new tax on Fido and Fluffy as their uh, pet food is getting more expensive. A lot of people uh, texting in. People are upset. They're upset that, hey, as usual, Eddie, we're screwed. I paid to have my dog fixed. Why do I have to pay for someone else to get theirs fixed? Good question. Good point. Uh, Kevin says, why Albuquerque would be considered for Space Command HQ baffles me. Thing is, we have high taxes, high regulation in New Mexico, as well as not being business friendly. Your point about making enemies in the Kiva brings to my mind Winston Churchill. Quote, you have enemies? Good. It means you stood up for something at least once in your life. That's uh, Kevin. God bless the USA. God bless the people in the Kiva. Steve Chavez says, and I wrote the final episode for Columbo and Hogan's Heroes, since the show's never ended. Both are great, but I'm thinking they're writing a better one for Gilligan, since it had a terrible ending as well. In my <laughs> ending, I would... Only rescue Ginger and Mary Ann. I also wrote two episodes for SEAL Team, two for Young Sheldon, one for Blackest, and 22 full-length screenplays. Thinking of writing another one for a classic movie, Three Amigos, featuring Eddie, Dowd, and Rudy. The mission to go after La... I wish I could say the last word, but... uh uh, There we go. There we go. We're just not going to say it. I I saw that online. I think Eddie is Chevy Chase. I'm... Eddie's like, you know, the alpha male. I'm... Steve Martin, the kind of weird, wacky dude, uh, and and Rudy is Martin Short because everybody loves Martin Short and everybody loves Rudy. So I think that's the three. When you do the three amigos, yeah, that's our, our roles. There you go. I think it all fits. Uh, Eddie, you're already deep into uh, all the coverage. Uh, there you go. Well, we'll continue to cover. Number eight. So number ten, a new tax on Fido and Fluffy. Number nine, the longest of long shots at U.S. Space Command. And coming in at a hot number eight, the professional eco-alarmist, eco Fail to halt the Holtec. Uh, now, what is Holtec International? Yeah, uh, it is a nuclear engineering firm, and I, I know the eyes are going to start to glaze over <laughs> when you start getting into nuclear engineering. You should pay attention because this is where all and, our and, and, and millions many of our upon millions go. Are, are working at nuclear engineering in one case or another. And in fact, the material we're talking about, the storage containers for what's uh, spent nuclear fuel, the irradiated metal that comes out of a nuclear reactor when it's all when it's all done. Uh, a lot of that testing over the years has been done right here, just about a few feet away at Sandia, in terms of protecting those steel and concrete casks that keep that nasty radioactivity away from us. And uh, those, Rudy, you wouldn't believe the, the videos of them dropping these things, you know, from heights. They submerge them in water. They put them on a trailer and crash them into a wall. Like, Seriously, you can't, there's, they, they have to test these things because they're going to be transported from all the nuclear power plants to eventual storage sites or one storage site. Uh, and these things are indestructible. I mean, you could you could shoot one of these things to the moon. There wouldn't be any release of radioactivity. So what we're talking about is spent nuclear fuel. Again, it's that those uranium pellets, they're put in rods, and they're lowered into that nuclear reactor at I don't know, 100 different sites all over the country. It generates uh, one-fifth of all the juice in our country, the electricity. Uh, not so much, uh, not, not much of New Mexico's juice, but uh, Midwest has a lot of nuclear. The Southeast has a lot of nuclear. Uh, Pacific Coast has a lot of nuclear. My beloved nephew, his mother's home out the shore is just a few miles away from uh, a nuclear plant on the on, on Long Island there on the shores of, of Connecticut. So nuclear still plays a, a significant role in this country, but we've got to do something with the irradiated fuel that's been removed. Uh, the federal government was supposed to build a central facility for all that irradiated fuel in southern Nevada, about 100 miles uh, northwest of Las Vegas. And I've actually been to the site. It's called Yucca Mountain. I've been up on top walking around uh, back in the 90s. 
federal government hasn't done such a great job. Harry Reid doesn't want that nuclear fuel or radiated nuclear fuel in his state, so he fought it like crazy. Forty years later, we still don't have a solution. So the best idea now is to have these temporary sites, a couple of temporary sites where you could gather together all of the nuclear leftovers and nuclear power plants that are being decommissioned. They're going back to they're turning them into nature parks or they're turning them into another type of uh, fuel uh, uh, station, power station facility. You know, people want this stuff out of their neighborhood and it's got to go somewhere. Eventually it's going to go somewhere. It's a company called Holtec International. They are a, uh, well, I guess, probably billion dollar company based in New Jersey. They do nuclear engineering. They How have, long have they been here, Doug? Uh, they have been a company for decades, but this is a proposal for a site. It's not built yet. Um, they're trying to get approval for what's called consolidated interim storage of spent nuclear fuel. Basically, these are just gigantor, like the size of buses, uh, steel and concrete casks that shield us from that radiated fuel. And again, we've got to put it somewhere. They have uh, a, a site uh, on the Eddie Lee County line, you know, way down in southeast New Mexico. I think the nearest... Uh, even quasi-settlement is 35 miles away. You know, the the, the rainfall is next to nothing. Uh, there's no archaeological uh, treasures on site. It's the middle of nowhere. I, I don't, I'm not disparaging the site. It's just the kind of place that uh, is great for storing spent nuclear fuel. You want a very dry and a very remote place. You want this stuff away from the Midwest and Northeast where there's a lot of rain. There's a higher population density. It just makes really good sense to bring a lot of that, uh, a lot of those storage casks uh, out of the those parts of the country and bring them to the American Southwest. So this is an economic development opportunity, a very real economic development opportunity for New Mexico. And how do you think our environmental community in New Mexico is responding to the prospect of an interim storage facility for spent nuclear Well, they are not accepting of it, I would imagine. They are nuts. Uh, They're doing everything they can. Uh, Our elected officials are doing everything they can. The hypocrisy of our state uh, land commissioner, Stephanie Garcia-Richard, a couple years ago, she voted for a memorial up in Santa Fe endorsing the idea of interim storage in New Mexico. And now that she's the state land commissioner, she's opposed to it. So when she was representing Los Alamos, probably the most pro-nuclear district in the entire country when she was in the house representing that she, she was all for nuclear engineering nuclear science nuclear opportunities here in new mexico when she became a statewide official and she was subjected to all of the environmental pressure she now says it's a terrible risk uh, believe it or not ladies and gentlemen your governor is opposed to this martin heinrich and tom udall are opposed to this deb holland is opposed to this uh they're all opposed to this they are suing uh the environmental organizations have launched uh, various lawsuits legal challenges to this uh they are appealing the, the licensing uh process going forward the best news is, in back in uh, April, the Nuclear Regulatory Commission issued a draft environmental impact statement as part of this ongoing year after year after year regulatory process. Their preliminary finding is that this facility will have no environmental impacts. Uh, they do not preclude the NRC, the Nuclear Regulatory Commission, from so issuing a license. So what's the holdup then? Yeah, the, right now... Do they just get ingrained the, in this idea it's that... It's the regulatory process that just takes years and years and years, but... The best news, as I said, in April we got news that the, the regulatory agency, the NRC itself, said, hey, yeah. there's no there's no showstoppers here. We're moving forward with this. Now, environmentalists are going to do everything they can, PR, uh, drafting legislation, uh, lawsuits. They're continuing to do whatever they can to halt this project. This represents a real economic opportunity for a part of the state that really needs uh, uh, economic opportunity, the the. the, the Unemployment rate is, you know, through the roof now because of the decline in the oil and gas industry. And again, this is going to be big tax revenue for New Mexico, and it represents diversification away from government, away from oil and gas. We need our economy to be much more diversified in the state. It's a great project. It's a safe project. 
And uh, our kook contingent in the state is doing everything they can to make sure that it doesn't come here. This would be something that would certainly be more welcomed, I think, uh, a better investment than the U.S. Space Command, or dare I say it, uh, coming in at number seven. And you'll just have to wait for that right after the break, right here in the Kiva. And that, of course, is going to be Sir Richard Branson. We'll talk about that. And, uh, well, uh, am I on schedule? Am I on schedule for the Virgin Galactic to crater by the end of February? What, what do you oh, think? Oh, I thought you were on, I thought you meant if you were on schedule for your flight. <laughs> you put a deposit down, right? Yeah, yeah, $250,000. We'll talk about the spaceport. Coming in at number seven, we'll do that next. 449, back and four, AM 600 KIVA, 93.7 FM. Check on weather and traffic with Rudy Elevate Trampoline Park. Ready to elevate your kids with Elevate Jump Pack. Packed with an Elevate t-shirt, socks, cafe cash cards, two-hour jump passes, all packs highly discounted. Order online at elevateyourkids.com. Take any of our four jump packs at elevateyourkids.com. Call ahead and order $5 pizza for a curbside pickup for instant family fun. Elevate jump packs and $5 pizzas daily online at elevateyourkids.com. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting out, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. I'm Aaron Jones. I'm the president and CEO of International Protective Service, better known as IPS. International Protective Service, IPS, is the very best security investigations firm in New Mexico and the southwestern United States. We utilize the very best law enforcement, the United States military, and true security professionals from all over the world. When you, your family, or your business need the very best, think of International Protective Service, IPS, providing peace of mind in an ever-changing world. Visit us on the web at internationalprotectiveservice.com. The cooler temperatures are finally here. That's good news for you because the best prices of the year are now. I'm Eddie Aragon and have just the guy for you. He's Mario from Axiom Home Services with over 40 years of experience. He'll come out to your home and show you the best refrigerated air conditioning options for your home and family. Don't miss the lowest prices of the season. Call now, 792-9742. That's 792-9742 or axiomhvac.com. Remember to ask for train unstoppable in any season. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229. 884-8229. Raw Greens on San Mateo, north of Manal. Come into Raw Greens. All natural CBD and hemp products for anxiety, stress, sore muscles. Raw Greens topical creams, tinctures, and pet products. Raw Greens online, cbd.theplaceilike.com. I don't know how to tell time, but I know it's sunny side up o'clock. Healthy, tasty avocado toast, scrambles, and sunny side up favorites. 
Sunny Side Up, Manola, Louisiana. Sunny Side Up. Tap to call at sunny.theplaceilike.com. Great news. Ann Matthews Bridal just received the long-awaited Disney Fairy Tale Weddings Collection. Ann Matthews Bridal has been chosen to handle the premiere of this collection right here in Albuquerque. If you're needing a bridal gown, we look forward to showing this collection along with other top designer collections we carry. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Friends ask me what my recommendations are. I just say, theplaceilike.com. Theplaceilike.com. Wow, it's great for locals. Awesome weekly deals, too. Theplaceilike.com. Pet. That's theplaceilike.com. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. time to put things together, and as we do, it looks like we're going to start uh, with the weather. It's just going to be a nice rest of the week, uh, mid-40s for our high. I can tell you right now, that's where we're at. At Intel, it's 44 degrees, 43 at Expo, New Mexico. And is 42 here at the Rock of Talk. I-25 southbound started out with a tough accident right there at Montano. That clears and two more take its place between Montano and Comanche. So and no one is moving very fast. South 25 from Osuna to those two accident sites. Also on 6th Street just off of I-40 there at Cutler. A crash there has APD busy. All right, well, I think you're going to like these freezer oven meals at Les Chantifine Pastries in the Hoffmantown Shopping Center. Freezer oven meals like green chili chicken cheese enchiladas, uh, mac and cheese, yours with or without bacon. Oh, that's the best. Mm. And, of course, spinach, beef lasagna. You can check them all out by going to Freezer, the number two, oven, abq.com. That'll take you right to Le Chanty in the Hoffmantown Shopping Center. All right, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. My favorite subject. There's nothing I like. To, I like to bash more, right, DJ? Never get so than uh, old Virgin Galactic. I predicted it will be out of business by March 1st. Uh, I think we're on that pathway right now. I doubt anybody's kept their $250,000 deposit in. I believe what they were asking for is uh, people can uh, reserve a space or something for a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars going forward because they're just trying to get whatever capital they possibly yeah, can. Yeah, they're, depo- they're taking deposits. Yeah, those are being held in escrow according to their financial statement. Oh, yes, escrow <laughs> we'll because it takes more to actually hold your money. Escrow is an expensive process. You got to go to a title company. Oh, you would know, I mean, of it's course. A whole yeah. Process involved in that, but uh, I'll tell you what. 2020 was not the year for the space the spaceport. It actually got worse for no, them. It's you know, it, folks. Um, we 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 cover this extensively. But if you've missed any of our previous coverage this year, two spectacular fail, failures at Spaceport America. Uh, uh, the, we, the use of the word spectacular needs to be used. 
uh, every single time we describe anything regarding uh, space. The catastrophic is another one. Yeah. Debacle. Uh, the uh, whist- whistleblower in the uh, finance department there uh, came forward with information that led to an audit, an external audit. They, the state actually hired an outside firm. Came in and found that the guy in charge uh, is the most inept buffoon you've ever met. A lifetime government employee. I love this is my, one of my favorite quotes. Uh, certain upper managers told us they were literally locked out of meetings while uh, Mr. Hicks, the administrator, made decisions with others in secret, then held useless town hall meetings so everyone could share their thoughts about a decision which had already been made. During our interviews, one manager said, quote, being in a meeting with Dan Hicks is like watching your dog chase soap bubbles, close quote. Uh, Mr. Hicks is facing possible criminal charges for misuse of funds. Uh, it's really uh, tra- false travel reimbursements. Uh, he went, uh, traveled all over the world basically as a tourist going to a lot of conferences related to space, even though there's really nothing, uh, his product stunk being a spaceport in the middle of nowhere that cannot launch uh, rockets uh, unless they're all single stage to orbit, you know, type of things which don't really exist yet, uh, although Elon Musk is working on it. Uh, anyway, the second uh, point about spaceport was we were going to have our first powered flight. After 16 years, we were going to have our first powered flight from the actual spaceport, uh, a flight test uh, back this is December earlier this month. Uh, so the carrier craft brought the spacecraft up to 45,000 feet, dropped that little spacecraft, and it was supposed to hit the engine, you know, fire the engine. And they flicked the switch, and nothing happened, and the spacecraft had to glide back to Earth. So, click, click. That <coughs> was more than a little bit of uh, fizzling. And uh, that's your spaceport. Those are the two dominant stories from 2020 for your spaceport. Uh, once again, ladies and gentlemen, you have paid, uh, by my uh, accounting, my uh, crunching of the numbers, about $226 million uh, taxpayers have fronted for the spaceport. The spaceport has brought in $15 million for leases for a couple of small firms. So $225 million in investment, $15 million on return. Uh, I don't think we have to ask General Zanetti. That's not a good uh, financial decision that we made. Not a good ROI, as they yeah. say. So uh, will it be bankrupt out? What do you think? They claim you, they have two have years a, of cash. They claimed in their annual they report. Can't. They just filed on the organization, and Branson lost his majority <laughs> share, and they built out Virgin Atlantic. They claim they have two years of cash. You say they're done by March 1. Uh, one, of, one of you will be right, and, and I can't wait to find out which. <laughs> what are your shares at today? Oh, geez, I haven't even checked today. You need a check? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We need to know. I mean, we need to see whether or not. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm a major shareholder. I have one <laughs> share, and the stock ticker symbol is SPCE. Okay. And they have it to make is. It look like space. Uh, it is currently at, let's see, I'm going to go to Yahoo Finance. 24 bucks. I'm Whoa. at 750 Hey, it stayed buoyant, uh, not to mention the biggest uh, the shareholder. The street loves this stock, although they the company s- doesn't exist, basically. They sold 39% of their stock they last did. week. Yeah, yeah, they divulged a majority of their uh, numbers. Irrational exuberance, let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> that quote, uh, Alan Greenspan. Back up to the top of the hour, Fox News. You're listening to Fox News, ABQ.FM. K229CL, 93.7 FM. And AM 1600, KIVA, Albuquerque. Able to the Senate. I'm Jack Callahan, Fox News. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell resisting efforts to pass the House version of a bill that would hike coronavirus relief payments to $2,000, calling it another standalone proposal from Speaker Pelosi that would add roughly a half a trillion dollars to the national debt. 
which does not align with what President Trump has suggested and which has no realistic path to quickly pass the Senate. Senator McConnell instead pushing a bill that would hike those payments, but also repeal liability protection for social media companies and fund a study of security of the 2020 election. Senate Democrat leader Chuck Schumer says even if the Senate approves it, it won't pass the House, it cannot become law. The Senate still plans on voting to override the President's veto of the defense spending bill, but Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders says he'll try and block the repeal vote until there's a clean vote on hiking the stimulus payments. A second case of a new strain of the coronavirus has been confirmed in the U.S. Governor Gavin Newsom of Rakes the News in a live call with Dr. Anthony Fauci. This new strain uh, that we've identified, obviously, from the United Kingdom, others, some other parts of the globe, identified in Colorado yesterday has been identified here in the state of California, in Southern California. The infectious disease doctor responding, it's expected. It looks pretty clear from the UK group that in fact the transmissibility of this mutant is more efficient. Canada also confirming cases of the new, more contagious variant of COVID-19. Fox's Ann Carrick, Los Angeles County, California, has now passed 10,000 deaths blamed on the coronavirus since the outbreak began. Family of actress Dawn Wells reports she has died from complications of COVID-19. The Gilligan's Island star was 82. America is listening to Fox News. What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, with today's low rates, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. With a cash-out refinance from Rocket Mortgage, you could consolidate and pay off high-interest debt, tackle home improvements that could add value to your home, or even set aside cash for your child's future education. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this. What can give you the technology to refinance easily and save money? Rocket can. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. A new report says a potential red flag was missed. But the man police say detonated the Christmas Day bomb in Nashville. Police did receive warning that Anthony Warner was building bombs. And an incident report from 2019 says a woman identified as a girlfriend of Warner made statements that her boyfriend was building bombs in an RV trailer at his residence. The suspect frequently talks about the military and bomb making. Police knocked on his door, didn't get an answer. Police saw the RV but didn't see inside the RV. Prior to discovery of this incident report from last year, police said all they knew of Warner was a pot charge from 1978. Metro Nashville Police Chief John Drake says he believes that his officers did everything they could have done legally. Possibly they could have followed up more, but he said hindsight is 20-20. Fox's Mike Tobin, a Louisiana state trooper, is dead, apparently by his own hand. State police say senior trooper Gus McKay shot himself as colleagues arrived at his home with a search warrant as part of a criminal investigation. Joe Clark has died. He was the principal whose efforts to inspire students of a troubled Patterson, New Jersey high school were chronicled in the movie Lean on Me. Joe Clark was 82. The Justice Department says it will do all it can 
to keep reporter Danny Pearl's killer from going free. The warning from acting Attorney General Jeffrey Rosen comes days after a Pakistani court overturned an order that the key suspect in the killing of Daniel Pearl should remain in custody. Ahmed Omar Saeed Sheikh was convicted for his role in luring Pearl to a meeting in January 2002 and then kidnapping him. Pearl died the next month. Sheikh had been on death row for 18 years before being acquitted earlier this year. Rosen says the ruling by the court is an affront to terrorism victims everywhere. Sheikh's lawyer is demanding he be released right away. Rob Dawson, Fox News. And I'm Jack Callahan. This is Fox News. All right, time to put things together as we start this second hour. Hi, everybody. I'm Rudy Grande. Good to have you with us this afternoon. Let's start with the weather. Looks like a great week up ahead right now. In the state's capital, Santa Fe, 33 degrees, 42 in Old Town, and 41 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, another accident has cropped up. This is I-40 westbound just beyond Unser. While they put that to the right uh, shoulder, you're kind of tough, about half a mile behind it. Still dealing with I-25 southbound between Montano and Comanche. Two crashes there. Have you tapping the brakes back to Jefferson? And on 6th Street, just off of I-40 at Cutler, another crash there. This report brought to you by Taco Torte on Central, across from the historic Highland Theater. Tasty family meal deals. Get ready for this. You know, you work hard all day. The family needs your energy and great family meals. So just go to Taco Torte on Central. Five, I'm sorry, the family of five meal deal. Choose one and a half pounds of meat, 12 fresh handmade tortillas, the sides. Don't forget the uh, chips and salsa as well. If you'd like to see this meal deal and use it, just go right now to family.enjoytakeout.com. El Taco Tote, thank you. All right, with that, we're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's Macro Aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA, 93.7 FM, the web, the app, rockoftalk.com. 550, 5500, doing our top 10. Of the domestic policies uh, here in the year in New Mexico, public policy for the state of New Mexico, we uh, cruised through the first four, and of course had our opening as well. Number ten came in a new tax on Fido and Fluffy. Number nine, longest of long shots at U.S. Space Command, yet uh, we filed an imprint, no response. Number eight, professional eco alarmists fail to halt Holtec. And at number seven, things get even worse at the spaceport to nowhere. But coming in at my favorite number, uh, at least as far as this countdown, uh, woke toxicity comes to the land of enchantment. D. Muska, how are you? How are you? Uh, I'm well, and I think, I, Rudy, we were talking, people love these countdowns, and I think people are having fun, and, you know, you can debate it and tell me where I'm wrong, and uh, all of this, of course, available at www.rockoftalk.chat. Yeah, please subscribe. www.rockoftalk.chat. Uh, we, we get uh, an unsubscriber for every subscriber that comes in, and a lot of that has to do with uh, I'm making some moves, and I'm interested in a run, and uh, the Republican Party is doing everything they can to prevent me from running for whatever reason. Um, uh, let's just say Hector Balderas has about $600,000, and he is not worried in the least about uh, what's happening uh, in the Republican Party. Um, you also have Antonio Cidia Lopez. They're going to spend about $2 million, and they... Uh, balance of power hangs uh, in the balance up in Washington, D.C. I do want to say one thing about something that happened, and I included in our Rock of Talk uh, blast uh, as of this morning. And uh, this might come as a surprise to some of you, but remember I was uh, talking about uh, 213 
And uh, this is very interesting because uh, there was a man who won, a Louisiana congressman, Louisiana, Luke Letow. Luke Letow, or Letlow, is that, is that correct? Letlow. Letlow? Mm-hmm. He died from COVID-19. And this is uh, our newest Republican member in the U.S. House. Louisiana's newest member in the U.S. House, Luke Letlow, died from complications related to the COVID-19 only days before being. He would have been sworn into office. Folks, this uh, young man was all of 41 years of age. Letlow spokesman Andrew Bouch confirmed the congressman's elect death, uh, death on Tuesday night. Bouch said in a statement that the family is asking for privacy. The incoming congressman was elected in a December runoff that was set to take office in January. He was admitted to a Monroe hospital on December 19th after testing positive from the coronavirus. He was later transferred to Oshner LSU Health Shreveport and placed in intensive care where he later died. So, uh, very sad, uh, very uh, topsy-turvy, tumultuous uh, December for the Letlow family as well as the Republicans. Uh, so, we continue to stay apart roughly about uh, 10 seats uh, now that this has come in. And I don't know what the procedure is going forward if uh, perhaps a Republican just takes his place. If the governor, uh, who is a Democrat, uh, what's his name? He worked for Hillary Clinton. I can't think of it. The governor of the Edwards. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, I'm not sure exactly what happens, but uh, we'll it, we'll we'll see what uh, happens uh, going forward. Five fifty fifty five hundred uh, here in the Kiva. I'll get to your text and uh, your calls, but let's get to the hits from coast to coast. Come on, you did such a great job of the Casey Kasem. Uh, impersonation yesterday. Can, can, can you just pull that off on cue one more time? Continuing at number six, we've got woke toxicity comes to the land of enchantment. <laughs> that is really good. Uh, what, what do you think, Rudy? I think that's really good. I'd love to hear him do his dog thing where he gets all upset <laughs> about the dead dog. <laughs> oh, yes. yes. <laughs> you can't have me coming out of these up-tempo songs. I'm talking about a GD dead dog. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a great one. Oh. Did he have some uh, outtakes like that he when did, he was caught yeah. like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh. Yeah, he, he had to read a special dedication to a dog that passed away, but he was coming out of an up-tempo song. He didn't like what the producers is this were. A, is this a famous? Uh, oh, oh you, yeah. you get that, yeah. It's on YouTube yeah. right now. I really? don't think they're oh, swearing. Yeah. I don't think nothing. Yeah, they bleep out the. Oh, they bleeped it out. Yeah, they bleep yeah. out the oh, one. Casey was not in a good mood that day. No. Yeah, he was uh, not in. Let, let's take a listen. This is uh, from back in the day. Uh, Casey Kasem losing it uh, over a death dedication. Let's go to it. We're up to our long-distance dedication. And this one is about kids and pets and a situation that we can all understand, whether we have kids or pets or neither. It's from a man in Cincinnati, Ohio, and here's what he writes. Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll mean a lot if you play it. It's already, it's, it's already got my, I'm already hooked. You guys, <laughs> you guys all hooked? Yeah. <laughs> Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named Snuggles, but he was most certainly a part of... Let's go start again. <laughs> this is Did you hear him just lose it? He's already yeah, started off angry. Right there. I don't think he pre-read it. He did not yeah, know exactly what he it. was reading, right? Exactly. He did not know what he was reading. I'm surprised this made out of stupid. Got to read all that copy ahead of time, Casey. I'm sorry. Even I know that. I'm Casey's not a pro like, like you. I'm not going to put my name on I'm not going to put my name on this. <laughs> There's no way I'm going to do this. I'm, I can't do it. Here, let's, let, let's go. Snuggles, huh? I'm coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? Please. Transitions, and then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but God damn it, if we come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? 
Okay, I want a goddamn consumer for it to come out of a record that isn't a fucking... Casey, shut it down. Whoa. <laughs> I don't remember Casey, wow. I mean, the, the, I'm glad we crowded that out and uh, dumped that all over the place. Holy moly. <laughs> Casey is very foul mouthed. What a happy man. And Don was Don Bastanti. How would you like to have been Don Bastanti that day? <laughs> Not me. Let's look at the hits from coast to coast. Just the way he's so smooth and literally within a minute, ten, oh, he yeah. loses everything. Man, Casey, I had no idea he was rolling so hard. Uh, bring us in at number seven one more time there. Casey Dowd Kasem. Coming in at number seven, we've got a dead dog in Corrales. No, wait a minute. It's woke toxicity comes to the land of enchantment. You know, Eddie, Rudy, when you got me coming out of these up-tempo songs, all right, you got me talking about a dead dog in Corrales. I don't want to hear it, all right? By the way, Where's Governor you, Grisham? For... Governor Grisham, get me Governor Grisham on the line. For you YouTubers and uh, listening to us online, you heard all of it. Yes. You got it all. And it will I, be in the link. Uh, but but uh, if you heard it over the uh, radio airwaves, uh, that's another reason to join the rockoftalk.chat uh, website. All right. It's from Coast to Coast coming in at number seven. Number seven. Yeah, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, St. George of Fentanyl. Uh, many of us, this was back in May. Uh, we don't even remember this. It seemed like it was a billion years ago with the kind of craziness we deal with on a, on a, on a daily basis. But we had what's called a moral panic in this country this year. It ranged from street punks to corporate America talking about the uh, systemic racism of America because of this police incident and you know the pro uh, pro officer, officers in Minnesota are being prosecuted for the death of George Floyd this is going to go through a criminal trial which is going to be interesting to see this moving forward uh, no one no one believes there shouldn't have been a serious scrutiny of this incident but we took it, many Americans took this incident and went kind of nuts from it, didn't we? Um, uh, George Floyd, you know, the death of George Floyd spurred these uh, ridiculous uh, protests that some often led to uh, violence and looting. We had a little incident in Albuquerque. Fortunately, New Mexico was spared, you know, cities burning to the ground and or neighborhoods burning to the ground. But, you know, we had to include it. And I thought, well, is this really public policy? Well, you know, it, it is. We had our elected officials go crazy over this. Uh, we had Tim Keller, Mr. Aragon. I was trying to find the video Mr. Aragon posted when Tim Keller was at that ridiculous uh, protest saying, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. Just embarrassing for anybody who lives in the city of Albuquerque. You know, we had all kinds of insane comments. Michelle Lujan Grisham lowering the flags to half-staff uh, for George Floyd, who was a felon, a drug addict. Uh, he abandoned his daughter in Texas and moved, you know, a thousand miles away. The reason he came before police attention was he was trying to pass, allegedly, a counterfeit $20 bill. I mean, is this the guy you want to make your, your saint? I'm not saying the guy deserved to be killed. I'm just saying let's get some perspective on this. So we had wokeness go crazy uh, all over the country. But, of course, we had the Stephen Baca incident uh, that was uh, in the aftermath of the George Floyd Violence. Uh, we had the the, the Onyante statue. Uh, we had the toppling of the obelisk in Santa Fe several months later, and we had our politicians really not take any kind of principled stand against this ridiculous uh, violence. Uh, they, you know, I guess I would say pretty much encourage this kind of stuff by uh, buying into to this notion of systemic racism and institutional racism. America is the least racist place on earth, I would argue, if you know anything about 
let's say, how Japan treats people who are not like them. Uh, China, uh, places in Africa, uh, Europe uh, has some uh, very interesting thoughts about racism. Uh, we have a diverse uh, society, and uh, most of us get along quite well. In fact, I think we're probably the most successful, diverse uh, nation state uh, in the history of humanity. There's nothing to be ashamed of. Of course, we should look at our history and and, and realize uh, the darker parts of our history. But we went a little nuts. I still maintain to this day that if we hadn't had the lockdown, maybe things wouldn't have been as crazy uh, as it got. But for us, I think for Eddie and, and for me, nothing encapsulated this nonsense in New Mexico better than <clears throat> New Mexico United, our uh, professional soccer team. Uh, these... Uh, uh, loathsome individuals put a uh, activism guide linking to Black Lives Matter material on their website. Uh, and again, if they were a private company, a fully private entity, uh, who cares? That's they could be objectionable and awful, but that's their business. Uh, they're a taxpayer subsidized entity. Uh, at the, during the legislative session in 2020, they got four million dollars in capital outlay funding to acquire land and to plan, design, and construct phase one, just phase one, of a sports <laughs> complex that, of course, they're going to benefit by. This complex, I've heard numbers all over the map. Ultimately, a $30 million bill, a $100 million bill. I guarantee you, ladies and gentlemen, you, Mr. and Mrs. Taxpayer, will be fronting a lot of those costs for an entity that bought into the Black Lives Matter uh, nonsense about systemic racism in this country. And, of course, uh, don't forget the Black Lives Matter website had, uh, was it, we oppose the uh, nuclear family, you know, the the, the Western uh, patriarchy and no, we want the government to be mother and father. Just unbelievable. Um, so I didn't want to include this, but really there is a policy implication. You didn't want to include this? How could you I didn't want know? to give them any attention, but because you're actually subsidizing, because politicians are taking stands on this, and because politicians are subsidizing entities right. that peddle this nonsense, right. there's a policy angle, and so that came in. At number six, uh, once again, woke toxicity in the land. Of Black Lives Matter. Boy, it was huge. Uh, I, I got to tell you, it was uh, one of those uh, monumental years where the entire country got together and like, oh, my gosh, Donald Trump could win the election. That's right. He's doing such a great job on everything, including COVID. We need to come up with something else. How about a little Black Lives Matter and shut down Seattle, Portland, Milwaukee, yep. Chicago, Wisconsin, uh, you name it. And New Mexico United jumping in on uh, some of the action. And, um, you know, i got to say, Peter Trevesiani, wasn't he part of the Economic Redevelopment or Resurgence yeah, he, Group? Yeah, he's and on her commission, the governor's... Uh, yeah, uh, Whatever uh, happened to that commission? Boy, Did they ever do anything? I, I'm still waiting for their what, what, uh, intricate what, plan. What yeah. was their reopening plan? <laughs> oh, yeah, At what yeah, point? Yeah. And uh, we're going to get back to, to square one. Um, restart everything. What, what what was done? In the new year, ladies and gentlemen, look for some fresh original reporting by KIVA on the members Ooh. of the Governor's Commission. I've been looking Ooh. at their backgrounds and their campaign donations. So, uh, Whoa. It's coming. Right. It's coming. Yeah, yeah, every one of those guys, huh? Yep. I bet you got some good Republicans Basically, on there. Basically, just a bunch of cronies that... You uh, got some Republicans on there as well? Uh, typical, useless New Mexico Republicans. There we go. Yeah, we got to play both sides. We got to help the Republicans... And the Democrats. We've got to reach across you know, we're, the aisle. We're a small and a poor state. We've got to do whatever. Okay. Yeah. So let's have no vision of a, of a different, better. Oh, uh, good stuff. <laughs> Whoa. Ooh. Oh. Well, I'll tell you, uh, a good one. Let's get into part number uh, part number two next. We'll hit our top five, our Casey Kasem. Boy, Casey Kasem. I, I used to have a really high opinion Casey of that guy. Casey beast mode. You know, thinking about uh, Dick Clark around the clock, and then you got Casey Kasem. <laughs> Boy, Dick Clay, I'll tell you, uh, New Year's just has not been the same. When was Dick Clark's? Anybody venture to guess? Do not look it up, okay? So don't don't reach because I know Dowd is already ready to hit his keyboard as soon as I start talking. I'm looking up. When I was say Dick Clark's last rockin' New Year's Eve? 
I would venture to say it is 2003. Dowd, uh, what do you have, Rudy? 2000. 2000? Uh, what do you have, Dowd? Um, I'm looking it up, and not much is coming up. Um, I know that didn't didn't the last one he did was with Seacrest, right? It was just like... The handoff, right? Right, right. Yeah, and he was uh, he couldn't even, like, talk anymore. He had, he had the stroke, and he was really yeah. struggling. Yeah, yeah. I think it was 2003. Is that oh, uh, the number one item that comes up is Jill and Joe Biden to appear on Dick Clark's New oh, Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest in 2021. Okay, so even though he's not there anymore... They, they still call it... Yeah, it is Dick Clark's okay. Rock and Eve. Okay. Uh, he died uh, in 2012. I got an 06. I got an 08. Okay. Okay. I got an 06 uh, guess. I got an 08. I guessed 03. What was it? The 2011-2012 edition was once again hosted by Seacrest with Clark coasting with what would become his final appearance on the program. 2011. December 2011. 31st, 2011. Huh. Yeah. There you go. Well, who knew? That's only nine years ago. Wow. It wow. seems like months really longer. Flies. Even I America's number one teenager can't avoid, you know, mortality. None of us can. Boy, I just remember uh, where where uh, I always remember where Lieutenant Dan and Bubba Gump were in '78, uh, right? <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, <laughs> everybody's talking at me. <laughs> everybody's talking at me. Oh, look at you guys! What are you guys even talking about? I hate to bring the bad news. Okay, well, it's uh, the second to the last day of the year. We're on low power on the FM, and you heard us uh, on the FM. So, uh, low, low power on the AM and 250 watts on the FM. So, anyway, I'm glad that some of you guys are listening uh, on YouTube. You get the unfiltered version of what's coming through. There's no butt, uh, dump button there. Butt dumping. Oh, I like that one. That's even better. 521, back and forth. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We employ the best and brightest agents to ensure that our customers are well taken care of. Call us today at 883-3683. 883-3683. It's Davis Kitchen's 25th anniversary celebration. Okay, try this. Get up to $2,500 off a kitchen remodel during Davis Kitchen's 25th anniversary. Hmm, better. Davis Kitchen's is New Mexico's first choice in kitchen remodeling. And it is our 25th anniversary celebration. Oh, with up to $2,500 off a kitchen remodel. Well, you know what you like. Davis Kitchen's, Manal and Eubank. Terms and conditions apply. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. 
Hi, I'm Casey Gazzardi. And I'm Joe Gazzardi. At Joe's Pasta House, we have authentic world favorites, classic Italian dishes, and unique new world offerings, including natural hand-cut steaks, wild-caught fish, and local veal. Our focus is on quality ingredients, great atmosphere, and personal service. Come to Joe's Pasta House for a true Italian dining experience. Located at 3201 Southern Boulevard in Rio Rancho, just a quarter mile east of Country Club Drive. Raw Greens on San Mateo, north of Manal. Come into Raw Greens, all-natural CBD and hemp products for anxiety, stress, sore muscles. Raw Greens topical creams, tinctures, and pet products. Raw Greens, online, cbd.theplaceilike.com. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. You've come to know Dr. Gardner. He is a major supporter of veterans in need of dental care. Veterans wonder if they can choose their dentist. Dr. Gardner says yes to veterans. Under the Choice Program, a veteran can choose any licensed dental provider in their community that accepts the VA's reimbursement. Dr. Gardner is the trusted veterans dentist in Albuquerque. Call Dr. Gardner at 828-2669. Vets need a dentist that can meet their needs. Call Dr. Gardner at 828-2669. This Christmas, unlike any before, have you heard the message? Hear it on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Hear the message and then share by text with every friend on your mobile device. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Pass it on. All right, time to put things together. We'll start with the weather looking like a nice week to end the year and begin another one. Mid-40s, they say, all week. 40 degrees in Taylor Ranch, now 41 at Paseo Crossing. And it is 40 degrees at the Rock of Talk. All right, let's clear a couple of accidents. I-25 southbound between Montano and Comanche, gone. As far as the accident, 6th Street just off of I-40 at Cutler, gone. Still in our way. I-40 westbound past Dunster. While that crash is being taken to the right shoulder, it's taken us a lot of time all the way back to the river. Well, this traffic report brought to you by Life Spring at Salon Helena. Time to make a change. And how about we start with the water we drink? Kangen water, that is alkaline water, it's going to keep you healthy. And also Life Springs on, at Salon Helena, that's again on Manol, just west of Wyoming. Those salt rooms, those are amazing rooms, especially if you have any kind of uh, allergen or any kind of breathing problem. Go to 20 minutes, literally 20 minutes in the salt room, and you are just going to be amazed at how great you feel. That's Life Springs Salon Helena on Manol, just west of Wyoming. All right, we're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. A special dedication right here. I don't even know if you know this song, Dallas. Desert moon lights the freeway up tonight. She'll be there. But I'm still such a long, long way from home. 
classy song, huh? Jim Glazer, the Glazer, Lights of yeah. Albuquerque. Kind of a simpy song, but okay. <laughs> I was trying to get my sound out to find it. But. That's not that's a non-MGTOW approved song. <laughs> if you listen to most music, it's all about <clears throat> kissing up or apologizing to a woman. Yeah, so How you drove all night my, to get my, to her. Yeah, my, my simp meter it goes off whenever I hear those lyrics now as, as, yeah, a, the, as an OG the, uh, the I drove all night, right, and everything. Do women ever have you? to apologize to men? It doesn't seem like in our society that ever happens. I don't actually but, think so. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't. I think that's they called just, a double standard. They just lose them and then they don't chase, yeah, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's, uh, you, know, uh, you know, Roy Orbison's got a huge connection uh, to New Mexico. Are you aware of that, uh, southeastern New Mexico? Oh, did he record at that Clovis? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. I forget yeah. The name well, of what it, was yeah. the name of that uh, oh, record studio? Same yeah. as Johnny Cash yes, and yes. Buddy Holly. Yep, yep. If I'm not mistaken, uh, this is one of his famous last songs uh, coming in. And and speaking of the big towel, we'll get back to the uh, uh, top. Uh, what are we? Uh, top five now? Norman Petty Recording Studio. That was it. Yeah. Here's a here's a little uh, Roy Orbison, Ooby Dooby. the young age of 54, the Traveling Wilburys. Uh, are you the one who told me that the Traveling Wilburys are the uh, greatest collection greatest of musicians of all time? Ever? I that, you are the one. The massive, so massive that's, that's definitely not a MGTOW song uh, as well. No, no, I'm just, it's, it's I, this is so tragic, Eddie. We, we're talking about the, the, the Norman Petty recording studio, so I just checked mm-hmm. it out to put it in the show notes tonight. We are closed until further notice. You can't even go to one of these historic, you know, uh, rock and roll facilities. I mean, Buddy Holly, rec- as you said, and Buddy it, Holly it is recorded enclosed, there. correct? It is enclosed. Waylon Jennings recorded there. Same place that's been open since 56? Uh, yeah. uh, way back. Yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, when it uh, opened up. Yeah. Oh, they just say... I think El- did Elvis go through there? Uh, it's not listed. Cheetah Rivera. <laughs> I know, I know Cash went through there. Oh, yeah. Who yeah. else? Yeah. Uh, Holly. Located on West 7th Street in Clovis. Studio yeah. tours are available by appointment only. Oh, man. Close until further notice for general admission. Clovis until further notice. I like that. <laughs> God, you think, you know, every county that borders Texas is a, is a great county in New Mexico. You'd think the people out there would be a little... Well, they don't want to well, get in trouble with no, the Maui. No control. Even, yeah, the AC, the, even in the, uh, the kingdom of Lujan, yeah. all counties, all 33 counties in Lujan, seed... All right, number five, Trump stormtroopers invade the ABQ. I really want to play the uh, opening. <laughs> the Imperial Death March. Dun, 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 yeah, unless dun, you, dun, ladies and gentlemen, accuse me of going after Donald Trump and calling his uh, law enforcement people stormtroopers. That's your U.S. Senator, Mark Heinrich, right. saying that they are not welcome. This was Operation Legend. This was a sort of targeted uh, approach by the U.S. Department of Justice, uh, infusing a bunch of federal agents into some of the worst crime-ridden places in the United States. So, of course, when you're talking about nine of the worst crime-rated places in the United States, Albuquerque's right up on that list, ladies and gentlemen. So the Trump administration sent uh, dozens of, uh, of uh, law enforcement officials to come in and help clean up some of the scum in the city. And listen, I'm a libertarian. I'm not a big fan of federal law enforcement. I think we should be taking care of these things locally. But 
the idea that you would react in such a way for a uniquely violent place like Albuquerque to get some help from the federal government, it's far from the worst thing the federal government could ever do. To use the word like stormtrooper, most of these people, uh, you know, marshal service and the FBI are patriotic, good Americans who put their lives on the line fighting, you know, dangerous criminals. And so this was insane. Deb Holland was, quote, furious that President Trump is choosing to create a crisis create a crisis in one of the most violent cities. I think we already had a crisis. Uh, create a crisis and harass members of the community instead of addressing a pandemic. Uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham, governor, our governor, uh, quote, the Trump administration wishes to antagonize New Mexicans and Americans with authoritarian, unnecessary, and unaccountable military-style military crackdowns. Kind of sounds like your public health orders, uh, MLG. But anyway, the, 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 the boys and gals came uh, came into our city I did some computing, Eddie. It's very interesting. Um, they, of the nine communities, I looked at how many people were eventually arrested on federal charges as part of this Operation Legend. Uh, Legend was the name of a child who was killed in Kansas City. So it was actually named after a young black child who was killed uh, horribly uh, in, in an incident of crime. Albuquerque was, again, one of nine cities targeted, targeted for this Operation Legend. We, in terms of bang for the buck, we got the most out of Operation Legend than any of the other cities. So we had a person arrested under federal charges for every 5,497 residents of the metro area. Chicago, it was over 50,000. So we got more bang for the buck by a factor of 10 in terms of people uh, who were protected from these uh, scuzzy people. And, you know, some of them were drug charges, but a lot of them were violent, uh, you know, gun gun charges, too. So uh, as a libertarian, uh, I'm not a big fan of federal law enforcement. I think it should be li fairly limited, but we did have federal law enforcement come to Albuquerque, arrest a whole lot of people, and make this city safer. How did our politicians respond uh, in infantile, childish, virtue-signaling ways? Turns out... I have operation... a New Year's resolution for you. Okay. Do not preface anything with saying I'm a liber as a libertarian or I'm a libertarian going forward. <laughs> we, let's get rid Not of in that. your studio. Let's just say because I'm just doubt going forward. All right. All right. This um, is the way things. And listen, I, you know, I just tend to be skeptical of these sorts of things. We need just less federal spending, not more. Um, but, 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 but it brought some people to justice. It, it, it did. I it mean, did. you rounded up some it of did. the bad but, guys. But most That's importantly, nothing of what Keller and Lujan Grisham and Holland said you know, these federal agents are going to be pulling people out of their cars like we saw in Portland. This, this bizarre, like Gary Johnson saying, if Trump's elected, we're going to have to, you know, may I see your papers, please? Um, it didn't happen, folks. I don't think so. what they, they were worried about that. They were worried about getting shown up oh, by, uh, yes. you know, national law yes, enforcement. they can't get the job done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think it just showed just how weak we are on crime. Uh, I, I believe... As of yesterday, we have hit an all-time high for the number of homicides. Oh, did we hit it, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think we have. Was it last year a record year? Now we have a new one. Last okay. year was a record year, but uh, we <laughs> beat it uh, just uh, two nights ago with that gas station shooting. Oh, uh, yeah, the beating. Yeah, I used yeah. to go to that gas station. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And then there was several, there was a couple of homicides over the weekend that were not characterized as homicides, if I'm oh, not mistaken. Well, your, so. your scanner-watching friend would know. Uh, oh, he's he on top of it. He uh, sure is. More scanner, more helicopter-watching in uh, 2021, uh, certainly moving forward. But I have to tell you, I'm, I, I, I am a little bit worried about uh, going into 2021 when our leading uh, you know, opposition candidate is a registered Democrat who is a sheriff here in Bernalillo County. Where are the Republicans who are standing up, seriously, yeah. at this point? Is there a single Republican that you can think of? Everybody that I've called out is not interested in, in running for uh, mayor for the city of Albuquerque. This would be the year to go ahead and beat Tim Keller. If, if not this year, when? <laughs> if not now, who? If yeah. not what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and I do think about this uh, because 
this is something that we have to sort of uh, change around in our city uh, because Tim Keller isn't going anywhere. He's not running for Congress. He's not uh, running for anything other than mayor again. And uh, for the most part, I think that uh, campaign is gonna, campaigns are going to be curbed at least until June. You got any particular insight on why he didn't throw his hat in the ring for CD1? I think it has to do with Hector. Oh. I think Hector is running. Okay. Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind. I think uh, um, Brian Colon wants to be Attorney General. Hector wants to go ahead and run for um, uh, U.S. Congress. I think now his time. I think his daughter's now 21, 22. I think she can be handled in long term care. And I think he- Hector thinks he has the inside. You know, Hector's never, ever been challenged. He's never had to run an actual campaign. Yep. Uh, so he's just raised money and he's been sort of the golden boy. You know, I think of him as sort of yeah. like. You know, the hairless Oscar de la Hoya. <laughs> but uh, have we seen uh, Hector ever challenged? Has he ever been to a debate? Has he ever been, you know, actually waited in anything? There's no way. I mean, I certainly hope to uh, take that to them as long as we get outside of the state central committee picking. But, uh, you know, I, I do want the Republican Party to be involved and be able to push forward their candidate. I'm easily the best candidate. There is no question about that to go ahead and uh, push forward the conservative message against a guy like Hector. And the guy's already up six, seven hundred thousand dollars, a half a million dollars, if not more, on this whole entire thing. But uh, the Republican Party, in spite of itself, uh, uh, is a mess. You know, uh, inside of its, in spite of its quote unquote best efforts, they need to call a state. They're, they're doing their best to find a retread who's already lost two or three races, and they're going to nominate oh, him well, or she, her. She's and... not going to stop. She's not going to stop running. You know, when you're a queen, when you're a princess, you know, you believe that you're entitled, deserved, and. Uh, that's and when you're a former Democrat, that's generally what you get. I wasn't and, even thinking of anyone in particular. I was thinking of multiple Republicans who keep running and losing, but keep getting renominated. <laughs> or not we don't have to limit it to one uh, person, uh, uh, or not getting out of the primary for that matter. <laughs> I mean, I think we just need uh, better candidates uh, overall. Back after a quick break uh, here in the Kiva on AM sixteen hundred KIVA ninety three point seven FM web the app rockoftalk.com. The stormtroopers are coming in, and they have saved Albuquerque and. They actually have cleaned up Albuquerque quite a little bit. Any crime that's been cleaned up in the city of Albuquerque in 2020 has been done by the Department of Justice and Donald Trump. with Elevate Jump Pack. Packed with an Elevate t-shirt, socks, cafe cash cards, two-hour jump passes, all packs highly discounted. Order online at elevateyourkids.com. Pick any of our four jump packs at elevateyourkids.com. Call ahead and order $5 pizza for curbside pickup for instant family fun. Elevate Jump Packs and $5 pizzas daily online at elevateyourkids.com. Here it is, fall in New Mexico, and the real estate market is different than past years. This year, we have fantastic interest rates, high buyer demand for homes, and we need more homes for sale on the market. Hello, this is Tracy Venturi of Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. If you're thinking of selling, let's talk about the seven reasons to sell now. If you're thinking of selling sometime, maybe even next spring, let's start the conversation. With the government pumping money into the economy, homes in forbearance, and higher unemployment, the market has many 
unknowns, so selling sooner than later might be a good decision. Do you also have a home you need to sell to buy? We have a solution for that too, including our guaranteed sale option or an instant offer. Call us now, Venturi Realty Group, 448-8888 and welcomehomeabq.com online. List your home for sale with us during October or November and we'll cover the cost of a pre-inspection for the home. Call us at 448-8888, Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. Chris Napier here with Loan Depot. The Mortgage Guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973 for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast reliable service, being family owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness Commercial Real Estate. Are you currently leasing but have always wanted to own a building? Looking to take advantage of all-time historically low interest rates? Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. It's made Albuquerque famous, Breaking Bad and the Candy Lady, a national landmark and an old town anchor for almost 40 years. Right here at 424 San Felipe and on the web at candylady.com, a tribute to Breaking Bad and a spectacular taste sensation that you'll never find anywhere else. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage. In the society we're in today, COVID-19 is on the top of all of our minds, and rightly so. But we can also look at the bright side of life, like God still loves us and He loves our families, along with giving us an opportunity like no other to spend time together without the busyness of life. At Indigo Mortgage, we believe in helping families, and we're blessed to be considered an essential business by the government. So we are able to continue helping clients and their families, either by refinancing to a better rate or by helping fulfill their new home purchase. Although we cannot meet face-to-face, we have a full staff available by phone, email, or you can complete an application on our website. Indigo Mortgage is honored to be part of this community, and we're here to help. Contact Indigo Mortgage today, 836-5700. That's 836-5700, or on the net at indigomortgage.net. NMLS, 23-1962 and 188-348, and may God bless you. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. All right, it is time to put things together, and we're going to start with the weather. Mid-40s throughout the rest of the week, which sounds... Okay by me at the end of December and the beginning of January. All right, right now in Rio Rancho, 38 degrees, 39 in Knob Hill, and 39 at the Rock of Talk. Still dealing with a stubborn accident there on I-40. This is westbound just beyond Unser. Lots of lights in the dark, and so that's why you're finding about a half mile worth of slowing. Everything stops right there before Unser. As far as the rest of the drive, of course, Boulevard, that's starting to recover. That southbound trip usually heavies up right around Montano. And looks like we do have some uh, slow traffic on Unser itself. I'm just noticing this. If you're making your way southbound, right off of I-40 all the way to Central, get ready for a little extra time there. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Sunny Side Up. Sunny Side Up, look at that when you go to sunny.enjoytakeout.com. 
That Patriot waffle not only looks that good, it tastes even better. I enjoy takeout at Sunny Side Up, and they're there to satisfy your Sunny Side Up cravings and enjoy takeout, too. You can do that Wednesday through Sunday by going to sunny.enjoytakeout.com. All right, we're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Here in the Kiva, continuing our top 10 countdown and good stuff coming in the year of public policy. Trump storm, uh, Trump's stormtroopers invading EBQ as the Operation Legend uh, comes to town and starts to clean things up. But we have spent an inordinate amount of money on, of course, public education. We did that with early childhood education. It's one of the pet projects. Uh, what, what, what is that uh, big thing? That uh, Joe Monahan, Mo Maestas are constantly uh, touting. I think it's the early childhood education. Uh, well, there's uh, a new department, a separate from the public yeah, education like putting department. Putting kids first, oh, or yeah. kids yeah. count, oh, or whatever. Yeah. Yet every single year, we have found, and all they've done is use this as propaganda. Yep. Kids count, and New Mexico has been 50th, I believe, for the last three, if not four years. Yeah, yeah. in just about every single category. Doubt it's 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 horrific, and and the sad thing is that instead of dealing with the root causes of why we have children in in, in such distress in this state, uh, we we just funnel money to unionize government bureaucracies, and this problem continued. And I think in some ways there's ten good items on on our, our countdown, but in some ways it's number four for the years and decades to come, maybe most important. It really um, is, we, yeah, we, because we focused on it way too much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it The education reform within the education establishment, okay, so when they're talking about reform, Every couple of years, something new comes along, and it's the hip thing, the, the cool thing, and all the conferences, and they fly all over the country to the conferences, and they have their PowerPoint presentations. Uh, at one time, it was uh, teacher pay. We, teachers are paid too little. Then it became class size reduction. You know, if we just reduce the sizes of classes, our kids would do better. Uh, then it was computers in the classroom. Technology. Technology is going to change everything. Uh, for a number of years now, it's been early childhood education, uh, known as preschool before that. Uh, New Mexico has what is called an early childhood care and education system. And as I put it up on our uh, www.rockoftalk.chat, you can see the graphic. This was prepared by uh, the UNM Center for Education Policy Research. This uh, multicolored graphic, I'm going to show this to Mr. Grande, Rudy, and I'm going to read off some of these things. Uh, child care, home visiting, the women, infants, and children's program, uh, Head Start, early Head Start, uh, pre-K programs, K3+, plus, early reading initiative. When I would go do uh, presentations to groups, and I am available for public policy presentations if you'd like to have me come out to your group, ladies and gentlemen, I would put this graphic up and I would say, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this educate, early childhood education and care system, what did this used to be called in America? I would really put people on the stump. Parents! Oh, my God. Yeah, it's true. Families! Okay? All of this, feeding me, taking me to the library, reading to me, people did that from my family when I was growing up from prenatal to age four or five. But we don't do that in New Mexico anymore. We have a vast welfare complex. And now we have, as I was saying to Eddie, we, we, had a, we have a new bureaucracy, uh, you know, the Early Childhood Care, uh, Education Care Department. We can't have that within the ped public education department. We have to have a separate bureaucracy. And now we have a funding mechanism. Uh, it's really, uh, well, all right, let me set the stage for you. Preschool, as I said, has been called, has been considered a panacea. 
going back even to the 1960s, uh, a lot of people know about this Head Start program uh, initiated by the Great Society, uh, LBJ, back in the 1960s. Well, the federal government finally got around to studying Head Start, which Republicans and Democrats alike, for years and years, it was, oh, this is wonderful, this gives our disadvantaged kids a leg up. Uh, the federal government conducted a multi-year massive study. They released it, I think, on a late Friday afternoon in, in 2012. And, <clears throat> this is a wonderful phrasing from the Heritage Foundation, the results Head Start had little to no impact on the parenting practices or the cognitive, social, emotional, or health outcomes of participants. Notably, on a few measures, access to Head Start had harmful effects on participating children. Uh, the thing is, before that study came out and after that study, we've had original fresh research showing, uh, looking at state programs, that this this wild, uh, extravagant, grandiose promise of preschool solving all of our educational problems, in particular targeting these younger, I mean, uh, you know, uh, three to four year olds, uh, now two and one year old and prenatal kids uh, from disadvantaged backgrounds, we're going to turn that around, we're going to close that achievement gap. The evidence is simply not there. Now, that did not stop Governor Bill Richardson. In 2006, he declared it, quote, the year of the child, and he started to appropriate money, and Santa Fe and the Roundhouse started to appropriate money for what is now this massive bureaucratic system called the Early Childhood Care and Education System. That mistake, that huge policy mistake, continued in 2020 with the governor signing House Bill number 83. It creates what's called the New Mexico Early Childhood Trust Fund. This is a mechanism she claims is a, quote, transformative long-term investment in the health, education, and well-being of New Mexico's youngest children. It kicked off with a $320 million appropriation, uh, and it has some dedicated revenue sources. Uh, unfortunately, uh, a lot of that money is going to be coming from oil and gas, and that's we've been sort of taking it on the chin there. But we still have that $320 million that kicked it off. Uh, people in New Mexico, the establishment in the state, teacher unions, politicians, Sad to say, the Republican Party has been awful uh, on this issue of preschool. They are all in on early childhood care and education. I took a look at... Hey, help me understand that. Like Kelly Fajardo, oh, she's all in. Uh, came yeah, to school. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rebecca I think Dow. it's just because it's, uh, yeah. you know, it just kicks it up to this point where we care about children. Right, right. We can't be on the outside. We can't. Of we, can. we can't. I mean, you, you hate children if you if you oppose this. Um, I took a look at... Just you know one... what? I, I do hate children. You know what? I oppose this. And I must say, hate, hate children. You have to. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, I, I think that is the, you know, the the rallying cry for a number of Democrats who are trying to co-opt some of these Republicans unnecessarily. Oh, but yeah. they say, you know what? We're going to win this. We don't have to worry about anything. Mo Maestas is one of the biggest champions yep. of this, yep. and he runs unopposed every single year. But <laughs> we have uh, looked at this and its inefficacy every single year, and we've remained 48th through 50th, regardless of how much money we throw at the problem. Yeah, and one of the biggest problems, I'm glad you said, Mo, talking about state legislators, I forget what the percentage is, who are actually actively employed teachers or administrators in government schools in New Mexico or retired government uh, school administrators or teachers. That is an inherent conflict of interest. Those people should be barred from serving in the legislature, and they are barred from serving in many legislatures in other states that have uh, uh, more anti-corruption measures in place. So you have a, a cohort of people up there in the legislature who want to perpetuate this failed monopolistic system. And Eddie, this is my conspiracy theory, and I do think there's something to this in terms of the psychology. I can't give you a document proving this, but because our birth rates are declining in this country, or stagnant or declining, the teacher unions are all in on early childhood care and education because 
it's adding new layers of schooling to get more kids so you can hire more teachers and more teacher assistants and more administrators. You know, they see their business model failing, and so that's why they're buying in so much on preschool. But I looked at one metric, and, and there's a, a national test that's administered in, in every state called the National Assessment of Educational Progress. They call it the nation's report card because basically every kid takes it uh, in, in every state. So we can compare states to each other and demographic groups to each other. And so I looked at fourth graders. Now, these are the, the youngest uh, cohort of, of kids to take this test, the NAEP, the Nation's Report Card. And I looked at reading because so much of early childhood education is focused on getting kids up to speed in reading. We have seen between the dozen years between 2007, that was the year after Bill Richardson declared 2006 the year of the child, uh, up through 2019, very current data, we've actually seen a slight uptick in the number of fourth graders who are considered below basic in reading skills. So the money that we have funneled, we continue to funnel at early childhood education is not, there's no evidence in any of the data in testing that we're actually seeing results from that, what they would call an investment. This is a massive scam, intentional, unintentional, uh, people who know what they're doing, people who are clueless, say Kelly Fajardo, Rebecca Dow, whatever the reasons why can't we look at the funding, look at the scores, look at the data, see the socioeconomic status of these children, and realize that these massive preschool programs are not giving us the results we want? Uh, Dowd, what about the amount that we have spent just in the last couple of years and the fact that we've pulled all these teachers who have you know, basically coalesced with one another and said, hey, it's too dangerous to go back to school oh, sure, sure. You know, this year. What happens to that money? Does that get put back into the kitty? How does it get used if it's not used in classroom time? You know, we're not talking about uh, any of these students actually going and getting their breakfast. Yep, we yep. guaranteed uh, uh, food for every single child, which probably is the only program of its kind anywhere in the entire country. I doubt Mississippi, Alabama, or any other poor state, they're guaranteeing uh, uh, breakfast and lunch for every single child so that no child uh, goes hungry. Tell me what happens to this money in a year like this. Uh, they are, I know that the superintendent up in Santa Fe is whining that the federal bailouts have not given enough money to uh, local school districts. They're only giving it to state and county governments. So they're whining about not getting bailed out enough. As you say, the expenses, one would assume, right. would be lower. How about janitorial costs? How about electricity? I mean, you could go down the line of costs that taxpayers should be... You can talk about coaches, you can oh, talk about facilities, sport, absolutely. Upkeep, uh, all these things. How I about mean, insurance? The insurance they pay, you, you don't have any kids on site anymore. Yeah. There's not going to be someone falling down. You should get a break from your insurers. Uh, I've seen no uh, nothing announced in terms of giving that money back to the taxpayers. Zero, zero, zero. We are totally in the thrall of the government monopoly education system in the state. As I say, a big part of that is, of course, so many legislators are on the payroll or getting a pension uh, from that system. We need a school choice model. Uh, we need to get away from this failed monopolistic model. And, uh, boy, sure it would be nice to have a political party endorse those kind of real reforms. But and what uh, about this uh, unbelievable uh, push from kindergarten through, I don't know, third grade teachers who are saying they've never had to work harder now than ever right, right. Uh, because they're working at home. Uh, what, what happens to, to, to them and their overtime and all that? I don't believe them for a second. Uh, I have seen the nightmare scenarios because I myself have a kindergartner, sure. and he is unable to really focus on a screen. Um, obviously, you know, he needs a more operatic approach. You know, it's a touch, feel, see, hear. He needs all of those, and you can't get that from a screen that's coming at you at 8 in the morning. One of the disappointing things about COVID America, the way that, you know, I know businesses are in a tough position. You know, a lot of them are really knuckled under. Some of them have even put up the sign saying, you know, we don't come in here if you don't have a mask. They're enthusiastically enforcing the dictates. 
Maybe my biggest disappointment with America in 2020 is the parents not rebelling against this insane system. Hybrid learning, you came in one day, you were out of your mind. You were screaming, saying hybrid learning is not learning. No, it's... And you know why? There are and millions of parents who agree with you, and they should be marching in the streets. Well, I ha- and it has to do with their reactions to things and their inability to grasp and conceptualize uh, something that they're trying to, you know, learn or, I don't know, deal with. And they can't do that if it's in a tertiary sense, and by that I mean by way of a tablet or a screen, which is uh, interacting with their online classroom. I would do a much better job uh, being a parent to helping them through that if I was helping them through the Khan Academy, which I already know you know, requires my side-by-side. Yeah, side-by-side requirement, and I can actually help them through it. But if you've been dealing with a teacher, and I've got a teacher yelling through the screen, well, class, I asked you to do this. We have to be responsible now. And here's your papers. I asked your parents to pick them up. Yep, yep. Please ask your parents. Like, I don't need that. Why, why don't I just go ahead and uh, go along uh, with the Khan Academy and do what I need to do uh, outside a program or with a program that's outside of the classroom that actually is quite a bit more effective than anything that I would get. And my children are at a parochial school. Right, right. And, I, and that may be one of the few good things to come out of this year. If we look back in five and ten years and you survey parents and you say, what prompted you to get your kid become a homeschooler or get your kid to a private school? It was the, the corona uh, nastiness. But don't forget, teachers are looking in through those screens and that kid in Colorado who got in trouble because he had a Nerf gun in Nerf the image. Gun, I mean, that's right. This is, this is yeah. the clown world we live in. I think we need to yank our kids out of most of our schools. I would Do certainly it. like to that, uh, that, but I'm only 50% uh, of the decision, and my children don't want to go back to their school. I'd like for them to sort of socialize around uh, some sort of sports or video game league or something sure, along sure. those lines. I think that would be much better. Uh, by the way, uh, Eddie, Dick Clark died the same day as LaVon Helm. Oh, Levon, yeah. Uh, I don't know who who's that. Uh, the band. He's the drummer for the band. Um, oh, okay. Uh, Crooked wow. Creek. It's and, amazing. Yeah, yeah, he oh, was yeah. the awesome singer from the band, The Last Wall. When I get off of this mountain, you know where I want to go. Probably ever, uh, April River, 19th, uh, 2012. Uh, so. Lake Charles, Louisiana. See my little Louisiana. Louisiana. Yeah. Early childhood <laughs> education equals early childhood indoctrination. Yes, I believe that's uh, What did I too. put uh, today on uh, the uh, Rock of Talk Blast, which I thought was pretty awesome? Did anybody pay attention to these quotes? Let's take a look at these numbers. The goal of socialism is communism. That was there. A lie told often enough becomes the truth. Sometimes history needs a push. We saw that in 2020. And give us a child for eight years, and it will be a Bolshevik forever. That's all Vladimir Lenin. Mr. Lenin. Yeah, One of the most evil go. men of all time. They thought Lenin was bad, and then Stalin took over, and it got even worse. Heidi uh, texted in. New Mexico has been 150th or 49th for the decade or more. Uh, doubt is 100% right. Recapture the power of parenting. Eddie, funny enough, I once took a special op- topics course on education policy at the now defunct College of Santa Fe. Learned that Head Start did not achieve any of the metrics that the program had submitted when created. It only was successful as a nutritional program. So standards were changed. Yeah, the dumbing down of everybody. Uh, and I'll read this, actually, to start uh, our number three. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll hit the final three right here in the Kiva. We're going on to AM the 93.7 FM. And, of course, rockoftalk.com. Little Valley and the Four Seasons way back in December of 1963.
Worldwide Votes. I'm Jack Callahan, Fox News. A procedural issue easily passing in the Senate to move forward the bill that would override the President's veto of the Defense Authorization Act. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. The Senate will stay on this important bill until we complete it. One way or another. But Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders says he may try and block the override until the Senate votes on the House-passed bill to hike coronavirus stimulus checks, telling Fox's special report with Brett Baer. All that I am asking of Mitch McConnell, give us a vote. He wants to vote against it, that's fine. What is the problem? Giving us a vote. And if he wants to announce that vote now, he can have his vote on the on the defense override in five minutes. McConnell says he won't bring the House bill up in the Senate, instead linking it to repeal of a federal law that shields social media companies from liability for things posted on their sites. Another case in the United States of a new, more easily transmitted strain of the coronavirus. In a patient in Southern California, Dr. Anthony Fauci, head of the Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, says it was inevitable. I don't think that the Californians should feel that this is something odd. This is something that's expected. The first confirmed U.S. case of the new strain, a patient in Colorado reported to be a National Guardsman who may have been infected on duty. Other Guardsmen are being tested. Nashville police acknowledge they received a tip last year about the suspected Nashville bomber, but Police Chief John Drake says when officers went to his home, they found nothing. There was a matter of record report made that a person was making bombs and he was capable of making bombs, but that's all we had right then. We had no actual knowledge that a bomb was made. We had no scent. The FBI has today finished processing the scene of the blast in downtown Nashville, but police are keeping the area sealed off. America is listening to Fox News. What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out. Because when you find the perfect home, you don't want to lose it to anybody else. Rocket Technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers and their agents greater confidence in you. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. You want Rocket Cam. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. That's rocketmortgage.com or call 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information, appraisal, and title report. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states and MLSConsumeraccess.org number 3030. A GOP senator says he will join an effort in Congress next week to challenge the results of the election. Missouri Republican Josh Hawley will object to the certification of the Electoral College during a joint session of Congress next week. He will join several House Republicans. The first-term senator says he is raising concerns about election integrity and states not following their own election laws. An objection from one House member and one senator forces each chamber to debate and vote on certification. Top Senate Democrat Chuck Schumer says it will not change the outcome. And make no mistake about it, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris will be sworn in as president and vice president on January 20th. Senate GOP leaders are urging Republicans not to object to the Electoral College, describing the effort as futile. 
Jared Halpern, Fox News. President Trump calling on Georgia's governor to step down for not aggressively pursuing charges of election fraud in the state. President Trump fighting with Georgia's Republican governor, Brian Kemp. It began with tweets. President Trump angry over what he calls rampant fraud in the Georgia presidential vote in November said that Kemp should resign. The president tweeted the following. I love the great state of Georgia, but the people who run it, from the governor, Brian Kemp, to the secretary of state, are a complete disaster and don't have a clue or worse. Nobody can be this stupid. Just allow us to find the crime and turn the state Republican. Fox's Steve Harrigan, Governor Kemp, says he will not resign. Four people in the same household who shot to death in Houston, Texas today. Police say it's three murders and a suicide triggered by domestic troubles. Two siblings returning from a Christmas lights display were killed Tuesday night when a suspected carjacker fleeing police drove the wrong way on Interstate 95 in Central Florida and collided with their vehicle head on. The suspect also died in the crash on I-95 near Daytona Beach, Florida. I'm Jack Callahan. This is Fox News. You're listening to Fox News, ABQ.FM, K229CL, 93.7 FM, and AM 1600, KIVA, Albuquerque. All right, time to put things together for our third hour. We're going to start with the weather. Hi, everybody. I'm Rudy Grande. Good to have you with us. A nice week up ahead to end the year and begin another one. 35 degrees right now at the Petroglyph National Monument. It's 38 in Four Hills and 38 at the Rock of Talk. All right, uh, final cleanup stages on the accident, I-40 westbound past Dunster. Uh, Paseo del Norte westbound, it is under 15 miles an hour. Kimmick up to Universe, so just budgeting a little extra time there. Traffic report is brought to you by Salon Deluxe in Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho. The Heavenly Hydrating Mask and the Hair Transformation Mask, these are going to be exactly what your hair needs, especially in the winter. Coming out from the cold and then we have the hair, uh, the hot blowing in your house for the heater. That's what damages the hair so much. These are 50% off through the rest of this week. The Heavenly Hydrating Mask and the Hair Transformation Mask. Learn more about it by going to SalonDeluxe.com. We're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. 606 in the 505 with more 411 here for you. Third hour, I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. On AM 600 KIVA, 93.7 FM, the web, the app, rockoftalk.com. Top three coming at you with uh, D. Dowd Muska. No more, uh, no more Casey Kasem uh, or surprises or things like that. That was, oh, wow, Casey. Went in a dark direction there for a second. <laughs> Man. I didn't realize uh, sunshine could get so dark so quickly. How long was Casey Kasem lighting it up? I remember that. Driving to church and listening to Casey Kasem. The hits from coast to coast. Like, how long was he doing his? Could, could you look that up yeah, real that quick? that was decades and decades. I mean, I want to say it was what? It started July 4th of 1970. Really? I believe so. And it went all the way until what? Mm, 2008, 2009. Uh, that was a staple. That was a staple. I mean, AT, it turned into AT Top 40, yeah. and then Ryan Seacrest came on, and I never listened again. Uh, it's Kate, amazing how we get conditioned to whatever it is that we're listening to for. You know, I when I'm gone, right, for a day or two, people lose their minds. Oh, <laughs> they ask me where you are. <laughs> yeah, they, they lose their minds. They're like, is Eddie okay? There's something wrong with Eddie. What, what What's happening? Mike, he owns the station. He does everything else for the station. And then you're, like, worried about him not being there? How long did he go for? Uh, Casey started at AT40. He went from 1970 to 1988. I guess he had a 10-year off doing his own thing, came back in 98 to 2004. I, once again, 
is Ryan, the, the awful Ryan Seacrest. He took over for Dick Clark and he took over for Casey Kasem. Can we? Can, will no one rid us of this awful, awful little twerp, Ryan Seacrest? No talent. We had giants. We had Dick Clark. We had Casey Kasem. We had to go to Ryan. If I'm not Seacrest. mistaken. Uh, Seacrest is from Atlanta, is he not? Oh, I know yeah, he's like a, a little, billionaire. I think, I mean, I think he just had his. Uh, he was like handpicked. Yep. Didn't go to <clears throat> excuse me. Didn't go to college or anything, and then uh, basically was brought in, handpicked uh, to go ahead and do. Absolutely everything from American Idol to yep. AT Top. Dropped 40. out of uh, the University of Georgia at 19. Okay, uh, and of course he's got a piece of the Kardashian empire. So yes, he's he's, the, he's actually the one yeah. who he's started. <laughs> he started. Uh, he's to blame. The, yeah, um, the, the Kardashian. Did he not? And they just had. Uh, hey, if anything died this year, it was the Kardashian empire. They finally, finally got rid of keeping up with the Kardashians. Thank God. What a shame. <clears throat> oh. My gosh. All right. Top three. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, it is brought to you by D. Dowd Muska. Of course, all you have to do is subscribe directly to www.rockoftalk.chat. Paywall up tomorrow, tomorrow. And uh, it is over, folks. Uh, no more freebies. No more free riders. Midnight tomorrow or tomorrow morning? <laughs> to tomorrow night. Tomorrow, tomorrow night. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. We, we, we got one more. So yeah, one a, more day. A free for everyone. I noticed they, all the politicians who say they're my friends. They're like they let their 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 subscriptions lapse. Oh, yeah. And I'm like that's, that's totally fine. Cool. Yeah, one uh, pr- proverbial candidate who uh, hosted the show, uh, blonde, very good looking, uh, you know, blonde woman who has run uh, JAJ, uh, her initials being, and and she let her subscription lapse and uh, a number of other people. But you know, these people always say they're on our side, and they're really not. So you know. I don't care. Coming in at number three, ladies. Here we go, number uh, three. <laughs> this is uh, what I called anti-hydrocarbon hysteria. Uh, it continued and maybe even got Fracking. worse. Anti-fracking. In, in, in 2020. Now, you, you know, whether you're a global warming nut or, or not, the oil and gas industry, in addition to being the, in the private sector, providing private sector employment in this, in this state, provides an enormous percentage of our tax revenue. If you were not, we did not have the Permian Basin, and then, of course, up on the Colorado Plateau, the natural gas sources up in the Farmington area, you would be paying substantially higher tax rates, ladies and gentlemen. Just take, take my word for it. Um, as the year began, we were never in a better position in New Mexico in terms of oil and gas production. Uh, we hit 1 million barrels a day uh, in oct- both October and November of 2019 at the end of last year. Uh, that was a new record for New Mexico. We had moved into the number three position. I'm going to repeat that again. We were number three in crude oil production for the entire United States. I mean, this and we had the number one county and the number six county, in, Eddie in, and Lee. Yep. Eddie number six, yep. Lee number one yep. in and, the country. And, and we were ninth in natural gas production, which is still kind of amazing, given how far you know San Juan County is from any of the sort of major population centers. We were on fire, and of course, what happened? Well, we all know what happened. And as I point out in the piece, I mean, it's not really. How can you blame the industry for this global collapse in demand? I mean, we had. A, a germ that was a real germ and it does harm people, but then we had a ridiculous policy response, wild overreaction all over the world to this, and of course it cratered demand. It sent prices into negative territory for the first time. And Eddie, I took minus thirty six dollars. Yeah, for for a brief period. I mean, it was terrifying. That had never happened in in the history of commodities trading. I took a look at our three, as, as you say, Eddie, our, our three power counties in terms of hydrocarbon production. So we're talking about Lee and Eddie down in the southeastern corner of the state, and San Juan. Uh, up in the northwestern co- corner, uh, year to year, October 2019 unemployment, October 2020 unemployment. San Juan's rate went from 5.5, uh, 5.4 percent to 9.3 percent, close to uh, a doubling of that. 
any county rose from 3.1% unemployment to 7.3%, more than doubling. And Lee County, I mean, this is insane, almost a tripling. Lee County unemployment soared from 4%, again, to uh, October 2019 to October 2020, 4.0%, 11.5%. Massive unemployment down there in Lee County. So, again, uh, as I note, I mean, this was not the industries. It's not like, you know, the Exxon Valdez crashed and poured oil all over the coast of Alaska. The industry did not bring this upon itself. And instead of the activist community, the political class in the state saying, boy, the industry, this key industry in our state is really taking it on the chin. They decided to pretty much just move ahead with their war on oil and gas as they've always done. Uh, I put three examples. I could have put I could have put 17 examples. Um, the methane emissions rules that the governor's office is trying to impose. We already have, of course, all sorts of regulations regarding methane release at the federal level, but she's going to impose uh, fresh st- st- restrictions at the state level. That moved ahead. The uh, Stephanie Garcia Richard, the hypocrite, uh, the nuclear waste hypocrite, uh, Stephanie Garcia Richard, uh, one of the most loathsome people uh, in state government, decided uh, uh, just with using her unilateral power to stop issuing easements for the commercial sale of fresh water from state land for oil and gas operations. Uh, oil and gas consumes water, uh, but the industry is working toward uh, reusing its water. But she said you can't use fresh water from state land anymore. Of course, the largest consumer of water in our dry state is not the oil and gas industry. It's heavily subsidized agriculture, but we're never going to point that out because farmers have the same kind of political power that teacher unions do. And finally, uh, our beloved dune sagebrush lizard, cute little lizard down there in the Permian. The federal government is looking for a way to invite landowners into the process to preserve the species and not have it listed as uh, you know threatened, endangered, and the environmentalists are working overtime to come up with a, um, to fight that uh, compromise in terms of not having this uh, lizard listed uh, as an endangered species. Of course, that's going to put more oil and gas drilling in the Permian uh, at risk. So uh, we had the collapse of this industry. People are really hurting uh, those unemployment rates. Again, 11.5% in Lee County, uh, almost tripling from a year earlier. Boy, the industry is in a lot of trouble, and uh, it is such a major generator of economic activity and tax revenue in this state and the environmental left and our political class. Not only do they not care, not only are they not looking to help these folks, they're looking to put even more burdens on them. Thanks now, a lot. what happened to the flight? Did people pick up, move, leave, and go to Texas? Did they stay here? Uh, did they sort of ride it out? Uh, um, you know, given the proximity to Texas and the Permian Basin that's yep, there, yep. how easy it for many of these wells? I know that we had, uh, I don't know how many pumps. Uh, or rigs, right, right. Uh, as it were, that were up. I think we're up uh, near 105. Yep, yep. We got down as low as 30, 35. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, we cut yeah. down nearly 70. Just brutal. You know, that is, yeah. I mean, you're cutting down 70% of, and, and no forecast uh, of and, anything and, and, in sight uh, within the next two to three years. By so herself, what do you do? Well, by herself, the governor cannot revive the oil and gas. It's a global commodity. She can't bring it back by herself. The least she can do is just not do any further damage. But she is owned by the environmental left, and she pushes this vision of green power. And, of course, we have the Energy Transition Act, supported by every Democrat and even some Republicans. Uh, And, again, it's an ideological crusade. So instead of recognizing the value of this industry, and, of course, there are bad actors in the industry. Sometimes there are spills. Sometimes there are errors or mistakes, of course. And there needs to be environmental remediation. But this is not a... There's no reason to demonize an industry that provides a livelihood for so many New Mexicans. Uh, she's not helping uh, on this at all. She's not standing up for the industry and giving them 
the relief they need to wait out the revival. Because I do think it's coming back. You've got India, you've got China, uh, the third world continues to be developing. Maybe if the Rona and madness ever ends, these countries will be ratcheting things up again and demand will go up and price will go up again and, and employment opportunities will be better in New Mexico. But we're going to have to wait until that time. In the meantime, the war on oil and gas in this state continues. Let's stop for a second here. Rudy, just kind of give us an overview politically of how you think this impacts things. And uh, I know that uh, you look at CD1, Deborah Holland. She is the anti-fracking queen. She's going to be practically in charge of 20%, if not more, of the entire uh, country's uh, uh, national land. Uh, I believe that would be like 80-85% of the total drilling in the state of New Mexico because most of those are on state land leases, which go to Stephanie Garcia Richards. Is that her name? Mm -hmm. So we'd be looking at this. Uh, How does this play out in a district like CD1 with Holland going to Washington, D.C., for any prospective uh, CD1 candidate, regardless of who they are? Don't include me, but uh, include me. I'm more concerned about the education side of this whole thing because I think that that's how it affects a county like Bernalillo. I think that what goes on is since we don't have those dollars coming in, they're fine to keep education viral right now, to keep it on on screen instead of having teachers being paid and taken into the classroom. And I think they use COVID as as their cover to cover up this mistake that I just don't think they can recover from. Mm, Interesting. Dowd, what do you think? Uh, You know, Chaco basically being uh, cemented, blockaded. I got to imagine at some point, given the dependency on government, certainly the number of state agencies that are here in the city of Albuquerque, I think we're north of 30% if you include city, state, yep. uh, local contractors. Yeah, yep. uh, yeah, you include all of that kind of stuff. Yep. I got to imagine, you know, the rubber's going to meet the road, and this, the, the pain threshold has got to give, especially in 2020 with Holland going to Washington, D.C. Do they go a bridge too far, and is this our opportunity? Yeah, uh, I think as, as, as an online content creator I listen to frequently says, you know, what's your pain threshold? And has New Mexico, you're sort of talking about just general public policy in America, but what is New Mexico's pain threshold? Um, you've got a dependent class at the bottom. You've got an upper class that's funded that works for the federal government and, you know, very brilliant people working at national laboratories. Uh, those of us who are not in either of those classes, uh, how much do we, uh, <laughs> how much pain can we take? And Eddie, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow or Friday, I hope we get to this story out of Hobbs. You were asking about people leaving the state. Uh, some people are transferring their children out of state so that they can get in school classes in Texas. In Texas, a very interesting article. I, I think I put that in our show notes. So, you, uh, you know, what's your what? What is the pain threshold? At which point uh, you wake up and you uh, you start either acting in a different way, voting in a different way, supporting different ideas, or at least being open to different ideas. We may reach it in 2021. I guess we'll see. And finally, with the election of Yvette Harrell and what's happening down south and the overall takeover from the census and the redistricting that's going to go on, does Yvette uh, Harrell keep her seat in 2022? And if she does, how does she keep it? Mm -hmm. Of course, those off-year elections are usually bad for the party in power. Uh, So, opportunity for... Uh, whoever gets elected for CD1 to be reelected in 2020? Do we become Democrats forever going forward? 619 here in the Kiva. All right, story number two, getting to the last two. D.C.'s funny money rides to the rescue. Republicans absolutely delighted, as uh, they normally are. They like that federal largesse coming from D.C. down. Yeah, this uh, this one kind of pains me to say because... A couple of days ago, the Republic, actually before a few days before Christmas, the Republican Party released this information, this detailed information from the Legislative Finance Committee, looking at all of the federal money that came into New Mexico, and we still 
have some money in the kitty in our in our reserve that we haven't squandered all that money despite the, the coronavirus collapse. And the reason we still have that money is because we had a huge DC bailout. Now, New Mexico hardly alone in this. DC uh, wrote a check for 3.5. This is prior to the most recent bailout uh, in March and April. There were four pieces of legislation that were passed. You know, the CARES Act, I guess, is the one that people uh, resonates the most with people. But the value of that, the direct appropriations and the tax relief, was 3.5 trillion dollars. This was for a government that was already well over $20 trillion in debt, and they just wrote a couple of checks and, and tacked on $3.5 trillion. The Republican Party, a couple of days before Christmas, issued, uh, I couldn't find it on their website, but they issued some document that went to the Santa Fe New Mexican the daily newspaper up in uh, Fantasia, and they were touting the bailout, saying this is wonderful. Uh, these federal dollars, quote, were, uh, quote, essential in keeping New Mexico's economy from facing a severe depression and in preventing the state budget from experiencing billion-dollar shortfalls. Uh, the stimulus dollars, according to State Representative Randall Crowder, quote, literally saved tens of thousands of jobs, kept our state's health delivery system afloat, and saved countless New Mexican lives. Well, what is he talking about specifically? Well, food stamps. We got an extra $183.5 million in food stamps. Get more people on welfare in New Mexico rather than working. Uh, $160.7 million we got for uh, the government university System 145.4 million for K through 12 schools, and according to the superintendent of Santa Fe, that's not enough. Uh, and then I use a couple of little small examples: three million dollars for dislocated worker grants, and 1.5, a, a topic we had earlier, 1.5 million dollars to develop a statewide statewide coronavirus economic recovery plan. Still, still waiting for uh, anything uh, useful from from that group, and 1.1 million dollars for the cultural affairs department. You would think. Maybe cultural affairs wouldn't be a priority when you have an economic collapse, but we got 1.1 million federal funny money dollars for that. So, uh, Republican Party thinks this is all wonderful, doesn't care uh, that we're adding to the federal budget uh, deficit, the national debt, uh, approaching $30 trillion, and they issued a document saying this is wonderful, and we have to thank Washington for their wonderful largesse. And I wrapped up wow. this piece by saying... The uh, Republican Party, after uh, uh, being so enthralled with all those federal bucks on Election Day... They fared so badly that Milan uh, uh, Simonich up in New Mexico is now saying that the Republican Party is uh, in danger of becoming, quote, a minor party in the yeah, land of enchantment. Forever. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so maybe a different direction, folks, for you might be called for. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is the rallying cry uh, here in 2020. This is the second American revolution. I think I would start to think about uh, and very hard for CD1 of what we can possibly do. And, of course, this uh, great radio station on AM 1600 KIVA. And, uh, as always, you can find us directly on our app at abq.fm. Our uh, policy director and our editor, D-Dowd Muska, I don't know that anybody does better work than what he does. Actually, Dowd, I don't think he realizes, uh, or, or uh, Rudy, I don't think uh, Dowd realizes how good his work is. I was going to say, I am so amazed today. <laughs> his his breadth of knowledge is just amazing. Gentlemen, I come from an Irish Catholic background. I don't take compliments well. Let's move on to number one. <laughs> yeah, we'll move on to number one, but not before we uh, uh, talk a little bit about the, uh, the, the first uh, nine that came in, and that has a lot to do with increasing taxes, and... One of the ones that didn't make the countdown, the honorable mentions, is the increase, uh, Dowd, 
in the uh, minimum wage that is coming. Yeah. Um, that is that was uh, passed in 2019. So yeah, that's why but but, it, but, yeah. but it's imminent yep, yep, uh, yep. at this point. What does it look like? Yeah. Uh, well, we're going to be up to what to 10:50 uh, in, on January 1st. Now that legislation was passed with some Republican support. I should mention uh, in 2019. That was the big session in which uh, Luhan Grisham came in. Uh, after kicking that you know horrible uh, dastardly Republican out and bringing peace and love and togetherness to New Mexico, uh, we're going to be looking at 10:50 in the new year. Uh, it's starting uh, January 1st. Uh, tipped employees are going to be at 2.88 uh, an hour. But of course, in New Mexico, we have some local governments that even supersede the state mandate. Santa Fe will be actually $12.10. Wow! Uh, it's already at that. It you will rise again. You can't employ people over at uh, what, 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 what's the name of that place? The, uh, Foundation? The, no, 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 the, the cool place in Santa Fe. <laughs> oh, Meow Wolf, yeah. Meow Wolf. Meow Wolf. Yeah, yes, they laid off yes, 253 yes, people yes, this year. Yes, yes. Uh, and, of course, uh, Santa Fe City and Santa Fe County. Uh, Las Cruces has a higher tipped wage. Uh, Santa Fe County has a higher tipped wage. Albuquerque has a higher tipped wage. And, uh, again, folks, the research is overwhelming. You even have centrist and leftist economists saying that minimum wage is just it's a fantasy. You, you don't create more wealth by just mandating a higher wage. And, of course, the employer responds to that. They cut your hours. They lay you off. They look at more automation. You don't just sign a piece of legislation and make people wealthier. That's not really how an economy works. But in New number, Mexico, I guess we believe it. Coming in at number 10, a new tax on Fido and Fluffy and all the food that's out there. Number 9, the longest of long shots at the U.S. Space Command. The uh, city of Albuquerque did not come forth with any new information despite our IPRA request. Number eight, professional ego alarmists fail to halt the Holtec. And, uh, well, let's just say that Holtec will continue to invest here, and that is a good thing. Number seven, things get even worse at a spaceport to nowhere. Number six, woke toxicity. Of course, coming from uh, the New Mexico United, United Against Racism, comes to the land of enchantment. Very important. Peter Travestiani, have you heard from him, uh, by the way? That car bomb under my, my truck cab? No, other than that, I haven't heard from Peter Trump. <laughs> number five, Trump stormtroopers invade ABQ. Number four, uh, and that, of course, is uh, the uh, Operation Legend. Number four, more preschool poppycock from Santa Fe. I love your use of that. You must be listening to Dr. Summers. Number three, coming in with anti-hydrocarbon hysteria intensifying at the worst possible time. Number two, D.C.'s funny money rides to the rescue. Republicans delighted in... At number one, our biggest policy, public policy, uh, part two of the year in public policy, comes from none other than Michelle, Michelle Lujan Grisham and her discussion about the uh, lockdown and COVID-19. Governor Grinch, the lockdown lunatic. Yeah, I didn't include a, a lot of policy data here because we talk about it every day, and people just know, they know about their own life, uh, you know, what's happening in their life. And I think the, the key paragraph here, or the key sentence or two is, uh, all this pain that she has caused the state uh, might have been justifiable if the state were spared the worst of COVID-19's mortality. But several states with dramatically less severe restrictions, including Utah, Wyoming, Idaho, Nebraska, have enjoyed substantially fewer deaths per 100,000 residents than the land of enchantment. There is no evidence, zero evidence, that the Lujan Grisham administration's actions have been worth it. You throw in the fact that she was passed over for Secretary of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. You uh, throw in the fact that she shows no sign of taking, as I say here, taking her boot off the neck of New Mexicans uh, in 2021. Um, we are not subject to uh, relief anytime soon. Tiny, tiny ray of hope. Her own party, Dame, uh, Demon Heli, as we call them, State Representative Demon Heli, was in the paper the other day 
talking about working with Republicans to quote that uh, on legislation to address the fact that quote the state's emergency response laws uh, might uh, be modified to quote give the legislature a greater say in decision making. That's not going to make MLG happy. Uh, I'm not, and I'm not saying it's even going to happen. But I think it's a crack in the armor. Her people in her own party are looking at what she has done to this state in the last nine months and said, you know, maybe the legislature should be a little more involved in this and not let you do whatever the heck you want. Uh, as we wait for some potential reform legislation in the session in early in the new year, we can take action today. And of course, that's a website that was started by your host, your show's host. Ladies and gentlemen, he started it back in April or May called ImpeachMLG. It's actually March, believe it or not. That early? Oh, yep. see, I yeah, don't have my third dinner. week, and uh, we knew pretty early on uh, the way that she was going to react. You knew, you knew, and uh, a very prescient, uh, prescient young man, Mr. Aragon. So over fourteen thousand plus signatures. We are not stealing your identity. Yep, and not taking uh, down, I have to ask you right here, live on air. Should a Democrat get Republican uh, or or get uh, reelected instead of a Republican? And uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham uh, continues, you know, her ways in all of this. Will those signatures continue for her second run? And can we impeach her if we get past 150,000? I've seen no evidence that they're invalidated. There's no time stamp on any of that stuff. That's right. So, there you go. Oh, back to wrap up the show right here in the Kiva on AM 600 KIVA 93.7 FM. The web, the app, rockoftalk.com, 628, back and four, as we celebrate uh, the end of 2020, really, truly.
Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer, 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. It's Davis Kitchen's 25th anniversary celebration. Okay, try this. Get up to $2,500 off a kitchen remodel during Davis Kitchen's 25th anniversary. Hmm, better. Davis Kitchen's is New Mexico's first choice in kitchen remodeling. And it is our 25th anniversary celebration. Oh, with up to $2,500 off a kitchen remodel. Well, you know what you like. Davis Kitchen's, Manal and Eubank. Terms and conditions apply. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. When it comes to vehicle maintenance and repair, you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done and at a fair and honest price. And so important, where you won't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now, where's this place? JJ's Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's, the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. 
Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. It's time we put things together, starting with the weather. I'm Rudy Grande. Good to have you with us right now. I can tell you, it is going to be cold tonight. 21 degrees are low, but tomorrow mid-40s, so double that, and it seems like it'll be a pretty sunny day as well. 34 right now at Cottonwood. It's at uh, 36 degrees at ABQ Uptown, and 34 here at the Rock of Talk. Getting around uh, Cottonwood is going to be a little strenuous if you're on Coors Boulevard southbound. Things uh, load up right there at about Ellison. You're going to have to get beyond Coors Bypass to make that work better for you. And other than that, looks like a great drive across the River Bridge, uh, I-40, Montano, Paseo, and Alameda. This is Traffic Report brought to you by Monte Cigar Shop. They're on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. Biggest humidor in the Southwest. If you build it, they will come. Well, they'll come for 2,000 different types of cigars. The temperature control there really makes the selection large, makes it... Great blends and great prices. You take your pick. Also, tobacco and classy pipes. Monte Cigar Shop, San Mateo, just north of Comanche. All right, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. That's great. It starts with an earthquake. Birds, snakes, and airplanes. Lenny Bruce is not afraid. I am a hurricane. Listen to yourself. Turn the world to the zone. Needs friends of your own. Needs speed up and not speed. Brand those trains on songs. It's the end of the world as we know it, and I certainly hope it is the end of the decade as we know it. Uh, what were you guys getting so excited about in there? Yeah, you got something vicious going on Yeah, here, what's Dowd. going on, Dowd? You were about to show me something on the computer. Oh, I did a sick burn of New Mexico because I love New Mexico. That means I can also make fun of New Mexico, and Rudy, Rudy had a reaction to it. So Rudy, Rudy said something about, oh, nobody's going to be working tomorrow. And I said, well, that describes pretty much any day. Yeah, oh, yeah, so that, was oh yeah, that is true. Now, I kid because I love. Um, and what do I always say about New Mexico? It is a beautiful but tragic place. Yeah. I chose to live here. I love the food. I love the scenery. I love the weather. This, there are, if you, if you overlook but people, people by and large, don't like to work. It's not. My experience here is, no, no. You know, the people don't show up. How different people, is it than Connecticut? Very different. Yeah. <laughs> very people different. go to work. They get up. They, they've got a, I call you know, a fire under their you-know-what. Uh, I called this guy in charge of, like, the physical plant at my apartment complex because somebody parked in my, my parking spot months ago. And his willingness to solve the problem was very, very close to zero. Yeah, land of manana. Uh, I left a backup drive uh, at a grocery store a couple months ago, and I went back, and I asked if the manager was around, and I asked him, you know, could maybe I could, you could have some people check around, and, right. maybe, and, and 
his willingness to help me was very, very yeah. close to zero. That would not happen in the Northeast. And I, I can't speak for other parts of the country. But and, and listen, every area is unique. New Mexico has many fine qualities. But work ethic, seriousness, timeliness, not really near yeah. the top there. Okay? I would have to agree. Yeah. And so I think it's a matter of everyone wants everything free here. So I think that that's why they don't like to I don't think it's so like much that work. they wanted. I think they expected it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that they ever got to the point where they're like, yeah, 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 we're, we're expecting it. Or we want it for free there. They're like, oh, yeah, it must be for free. We're waiting for the check. We're waiting for anything that's coming from the government. And lest anyone accuse me of making any kind of ethnic racial slur about this, all right? How, how, how could there be? Well, because Are you saying the, that only brown you know, people? predominant or? makeup in New Mexico or the, or the plurality. The federal government tracks the workforce participation by uh, ethnicity, gender, age, that sort of thing. So workforce participation means either you're working, you have a job, or you're looking for a job. So that means you're participating in the workforce. By what is it here? By ethnicity yep. and by gender, the top-scoring cohort of people who participate in the workforce in the United States are Latino males. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So but, uh, don't seven, give me any of that uh, lazy seven, people of a certain group. Okay, I'm talking nationwide. Yeah, it's, it's higher than white females. It's higher than Asian males. It's number one with a bullet. Down, down, Latin am, I the males. High, am I the hardest guy, uh, hardest working oh, guy you know? I used to think I worked hard until I met him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lazy compared to <laughs> I was up till 1 o'clock finishing up the, the countdown. I do, I do appreciate you texting me and sending me that. I was worried about you. I really was. When you that was a bad day. I had a bad headache yesterday. But I feel... What, is the, what do they say? My heart feels like an alligator. The, the technology here at the Kiva is mm-hmm. expanding. They're trying to shut us down. They can't. We're getting more feedback from people. I think yeah. the quality of our, of our yeah. product, the three of us right. are working better together. We are yep. firing on all cylinders. The, the nightmare that is MLG Run New Mexico is actually inspired. We take the disastrousness, the hatred, the arrogance of that woman, and it just inspires us to be better in every way. Doubt, I think, <laughs> you're the secret sauce of 2020. There's oh, no wow. doubt about it. Yeah, I think okay. you're... Honestly, uh, well, what do you say, Rudy? I, I, you know what, I really agree with that. And we were also talking about a song lyric, and he had such a headache yesterday. Mm-hmm. Remember that one? Sometimes it's like someone took a knife, baby, edgy and dull, and cut a six-inch valley oh, through wow, the middle of my that. skull. That's uh, the, uh, Bruce Springsteen. The boss. Yeah. The boss. I'm on fire. Are you on fire, Doubt? <laughs> I think we're all on <laughs> he fire. He is. Yeah. And the other thing, Eddie, I had a job, was an iron worker in the IBEW, <laughs> helped me out. And then Wendy jumped on the back of my motorcycle. And her <laughs> father never liked me, and we rode all night. That, that's just my, that's my Bruce. That's, that's uh, end of your present for the listeners. You know, this song was actually uh, created the year that I was born. I've been doing a lot of that lately, especially with um, one of the things I'm going to put in is the Bible as history in our blast every single day. And I think we need the number one song for that week of whatever week that we happen to be in. Uh, whatever day we happen to be in, uh, and blast that out to people as well. I think there's something magical about music. Oh, yeah, there is. Right to bring forth. Like, I don't want to be alive without and, it. I mean, <laughs> really. right. It captures everything that you're thinking about. It captures your emotion. Yep. It captures your mind. It no captures doubt. your moving forward. It just is great. And even when you think about older songs that are memories, yep. it makes you even better for yep. tomorrow. Yeah, I agree. Yep. That's what Father I Scott agree. was saying yesterday. It was, it is, and it will be. we got to have Father Scott in here with uh, D. Dowd Musk. I'd love to hear that uh, show, and I'll produce it. 
I'll uh, put it all Sweet. together. We'll do that in the month of January. The, the priest and the God denier. Go at it. Uh, <laughs> I think we would be very have, civil to each other. I actually think, you know, and I went to go look at his CV and his website and the uh, the church stuff. You know, he is very well respected. Mm. Sounds he's, like he's doing a great job out there in uh, Rear Ranch. Somebody asked me, you know, what are you going to do this Sunday? And I'm going to Father Scott's church. I think I'm going to go too. I'm going to take me and the kids. What do you, you think? You might Absolutely. even get, you might even get me to go one of these days. What? If That'd it's a good insane. homily, only for a good homily though. Right, okay, well, and please. Saturday, and he has confession just before. Oh, so. <laughs> <laughs> baby steps, Rudy. Baby steps. <laughs> All right. So tomorrow, are we going to do a show? I'll be here. Yeah, I mean, uh, Rudy. Yeah, you're in. I'm in. All right, let's do a full show. We'll do it tomorrow. Thanks, everybody, for listening right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, 93.7 FM, the web, the app, rockoftalk.com. This song coming from the year that I was born from the boss. He might be a liberal, but, hey, we'll bring it all back full circle right here in the Kiva.